What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Bread Did You Hear Podcast, episode 26. Hope everyone's doing good. Hope everyone enjoyed their weekend. Um, this week, we have our boy Angel on. Um, Joel wanted to have him on because, you know, he, we, he was talking about early in the podcast about how he's the only child in his family and how Angel is also the only child in his family. And how they can both discuss and how they kind of live life differently because they're only childs and no one to relate to. And then how they met up later in life. So, yeah, we talk about that. Um, the Social Dilemma, the Netflix, uh, I guess, trending trending show documentary that's going on. And we discuss that. Also sports. But before we get to the episode, guys, I just want to tell you about Instacart. Um Again, guys, during this time, or if many of you guys are just over the whole thing, if you guys are busy, I know I use it a couple times doing this, is if I'm super busy in the day and I don't want to, like, go to Costco because I know it's stupid busy in Santa Maria or any other place you can use it with, I'll be at one place and be on Instacart and order on Instacart, and then have that shipped to my door because I'm so lazy. <laughs> I'm so lazy, and I'll just have it shipped to the house. And boom, as I'm coming on from another place, I know that the other place, I can expect it within 30 to 40 minutes, usually depending on give or take uh, how the day is. But yeah, guys, if you guys are interested in using Instacart, just remember that any new account that gets created and purchases off, off of the Instacart link, any order above $35 or more, you get free shipping. That's again, it's any order above $35 to get free shipping. And it helps you guys and also it helps us. So if you guys want to keep hearing us and putting out some of this cool content, then go ahead and click that link down below in the description. And without further ado, guys, let's bring it to you. Here we go. Brad, did you hear? And remember, guys, go ahead and like and subscribe to our stuff if you enjoyed it. And please leave us a review on wherever you get your podcast at Bread is Here because it helps us out as well. So here we go. Bread is Here. What's going on, Joel? Yo, what up, Pat? How you doing? Good, man. Good, man. You know, it's... Cowboys just freaking came back. What, what, what? <laughs> I was, I'm sitting right here with my boy Angel, our boy Angel. Say what's up. What's happening, guys? Yeah, I was telling him, bro, the game's over. We're down by nine. There's two minutes left. Like, you know, the odds of getting an onside kick are just so slim. Would you say it was 7%? 7% ever since they changed the rule? Bro, 7%. So I'm thinking the game's over. We're already about to start the podcast. I'm like, all right, Pat, get this shit going. And then I'm like, hold up. We're, we're in it, baby. We're in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, people that are listening, uh, the Cowboys had uh, no timeouts. They drove the ball down the field. And they kicked the game winner with four seconds left, so. And uh, our boy Izzy was talking shit the whole game. <laughs> the whole game. Because he's so happy over that. Can we call it a fluke week one? <laughs> no preseason? Come on, bro. That's a fluke. And, oh, man. Oh, so before we talk about preseason, we got we to gotta ask for our listeners, dude, what jersey are you getting Izzy, man? I already bought him. I can't. I ordered him with a, the Donald jersey. Ooh, damn. One of those boom color ones. I ain't going to lie. It's really nice. So which one? It's like that boom color. 
that like that bone or whatever. What's it called? Oh, I got you. So it's like the it's like it's because of New Jersey. It's like uh, it's white, but then like yeah, it's I get what you're saying. White. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? I ordered it and it said five to seven day shipping, but it says it's not going to ship out till like late October. <laughs> oh damn! So he has to wait for it. Fuck you too, Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you were talking about uh, no pieces and like, bro, like I feel like this is out of all the seasons with no pieces in, this is hitting fucking teams the fucking worst. I mean, your fucking team, the Cowboys lost Vanderesh, they lost Blake Jarwin for the season. Um, today, there's a fucking list of so many, so many, uh, Saquon Barkley might have torn his ACL. For uh, sure he tore his ACL, bro. I've seen that. Nick Bosa tore his ACL. The, another lineman on the 49ers, Solomon Thomas, tore his ACL. Uh, Nick Rob, or Nick, um, J- Jimmy G, fucking his, uh, ankles, he's out for like, uh, I'm, there's so many injuries, uh, this, this, uh, this past Sunday, dude. You think it's because of no preseason? It's, I think it's 100%, numbers? dude, and. Yeah, I think if to look back on it, I wish they would have uh, done at least maybe one or two season uh, preseason games for sure. I mean, and we were talking about the 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 hard knocks um, show. It's just even for the rookies for them to like develop even like a, a bench to like even have a rotation going. Right. Yeah, that, that kind of screwed all of them up. And yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, look at the Cowboys now. Like, like I told them that they were stacked on defense and they're fucking depleted now. Like now it's just their their four. It's just four D line, but. They don't have any corners to cover anybody. They let uh, their top corner go to Miami, uh, Byron Jones. Yeah. So, damn. Cheap fuck. Yeah. Angel, what do you think about the whole preseason? Do you think that, that would have uh, helped teams out? or? Oh, yeah, definitely. At least, like you said, two games. Um, I think that would have definitely helped because they look a little rusty. Yeah. They look gassed out by, like, the first half for sure. Yeah, man. <sighs> Rough. I mean, hey, Packers and Cowboys won later. Later tonight, uh, Angels team the Seahawks. The Seahawks oh. going to be playing the Patriots tonight, so yes, sir. That should be a doozy. Seahawks is a random fandom, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't see too many. I mean, I've seen a, a couple of people in center, but I mean, when I heard Angel was a Seahawks fan, I was like, oh damn, I didn't know he's a. Because at first I didn't know he was a football fan, and then when, once he said he was a Seahawks fan, I was like, oh, that's cool. I mean, right. yeah, and actually, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, our boy Christy because he's the one who actually going back into football uh, back when, let's see, like in 2018, 2019? Just last year, fool. I'm sorry, 2008. <laughs> <laughs> he said back in 2019. But I, I just became a Seahawks fan. Hey, like, bro, you are a bad wagoner. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one who actually got me into football back uh, back again. Because when I was a kid, it was a traditional, like, Raiders-Cowboys. That's what my family liked. Yeah. And uh, I just kind of just did what they did and picked one side real quick, and that was it. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really into it. Like, I remember the games. I, I distinctly remember the Tampa Bay Raiders uh, Super Bowl. But great that, Super Bowl, great Super Bowl. Right, but that's, that's it. Like after that, I didn't care about football until uh, 2008. So yeah. So, what made you want to pick the Seahawks? I mean, there's 32 teams in the league. What, what stuck out for the Seahawks was it because that? I mean, not to say like you're a bandwagon. But I mean, like they were winning at the time when I. I mean, when I heard that you did like them. Uh, so, yeah, 2008 is when Russell got drafted, I believe, and. um Christy, I was keeping up with the Niners because of Christy. 
And then he's like, dude, peep out this guy. He's pretty bad. And then from there on, I just kind of kept on with that. Nice, dude. It was a nice little different, it was a different feeling because no one else kind of cheers for them. So it was just, I don't know. That was over the whole Raiders Cowboys thing over here. Yeah. Well, yeah. Isn't it dope though? Because like for me, like no one knows the Mavericks, and so when they won, I was like, "Oh, bro, like this is my team." Like, so yeah, when they won, I'm pretty sure when they won, you got uh, you guys won. You're like, "Oh shit!" Like, fuck yeah, dude. How do you mm-hmm. prove that you're not a bandwagoner? How do you prove you didn't just become a Dallas Maverick <laughs> fan that year, Pat? What was? Did you have to prove yourself or what? Well, I didn't have to prove myself because I think I, I have so many people that listen to the podcast. They remember I had a binder in the sixth or seventh grade. I had Dirk on my binder. So I was like, did, like, I mean, they knew already. I was like, dude. So, I, I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, from an standpoint, I don't know how would, how would you prove that. Because uh, what, what year did they win the Super Bowl after Wilson got drafted? Oh, wait. What year did they win the Super Bowl? You remember? The second year. Was it 2012? No, no. What, I'm sorry. It was the year? Broncos uh, 2011. So, two years later. Yeah, two years later. You became – see, this is why I get upset at Angel. He became a fan of a team, and two years later, they won the fucking Super Bowl. I've been a committed fan for years. <laughs> I haven't even seen my team in a Super Bowl. And I'm not going to lie. That is a hard part. That, that is. It is. But, I mean, we, we talk about the loyalty thing. It's like when the Cowboys do reach the Super Bowl, it's going to be worth it, you know? Like, you waited – you stuck through all those years. But that's what I'm saying when bandwagon fans, I don't know how they feel – when they actually, it's like, oh, we're here again because I picked another team that's winning. It's, I don't know. It's, it's not worth <laughs> picked, it to me. I picked a new winner. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no payoff. Like, you have to find that the ups and downs and then boom. Like the when you guys. I actually... mean, both both of you have odd fandoms. Yeah. Just just in the location of where we're at, because you're a Packer, Mavericks fan, and then a Giants fan, random. Yeah. Angel, you're what Seattle, Seahawks. Minnesota Timberwolves, like he real up north. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, give us some some backstory on the, the Minnesota Timberwolves now because we you talked about Seahawks now. It's like the the Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Um, I got into them when KG was balling with them, so that's how I got into them. Yep. Um, he got the MVP award, and then I'm not gonna lie, I just became like a fanboy. <laughs> I, just, I just became a fanboy. Wherever he went, I literally followed him. But you were still uh, a Timberwolves fan, though, right? I still kept tabs. Yeah, like when Kevin Love was there, when Ricky Rubio was there, and all that. I still kept tabs on him. But I was just following Kevin Garnett throughout his journey. I love the fact that he ended it at Minnesota. So it kind of like did a whole circle of life thing, and then just I don't know. I just picked up there. That's cool. Yeah. No, it's it's cool when they, they always like come back and like finish like one two years like for, just for the fans, you know. You know what I was thinking? KG's one of the few people that left, and no one really gave him shit. He just left, bro. It's because he tried, bro. He Wait, did, did, so the Celtics went, did they trade for him, or did they sign him? I think he left. He just left. We got we to check that. Yeah, Google that one. But either way, if okay, if they traded him, it changes it, obviously. I'm, I'm pretty sure he left. I'm pretty sure he got traded. Just because I remember when, when they pulled those trade, like, they, they traded everyone to, like, they traded for Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett. Mm. Okay, well, then that changes my whole theory. Moving on. <laughs> he was traded for Al Jefferson, Ryan Gomes, Sebastian Telfer, and Joel Green. So a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. I literally couldn't Al tell Al you what any of, who? Al Jefferson? KG, bro. He was solid. Oh, Jefferson was solid. 
They easily won that trade, though. They well, they got one championship or two. Yeah, they got one. They went to the finals twice. Yeah. <clears throat> Lost to the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's fucked up. That's a KD's kind of story of his career. Always losing to the Lakers, bro. I know, with yeah. the Timberwolves, the early 2000s. That's the only reason we never made it was because of the That's Lakers. what I was going to say when he was like, I was a I'm fan. I'm not going to lie. I was a yeah. fan of them and KG. During that era, I'm like, oh, so you love losing to the Lakers. That's what you like watching, huh? <laughs> Wait, so Angel, was, was, was that the early 2000s, or like, was that like later after KG's career, or like you, th- like that was like during middle school for you when you when you were a Timberwolves fan? Yeah, that was junior high for me. Nice, so, okay. Um, and I got really heavy into uh, collecting basketball cards. Nice. That's what really did it. So I got like really into basketball during that time. Yeah, like a. Uh... Yeah, that's they had what they had Latrope Sprewell on the team for a minute. Sam, Sam Cassell. Cassell, Wally Zerbiak, Wally World. Um, yeah, they 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 always contended with the Lakers, but just never had that firepower to put them over. Just that <sighs> that dominant force of Kobe and Shaq, bro. Like, yeah, bro, they just couldn't. I saw a meme that said. Uh, they they think Kobe liked to wave a lot, but really he was just reminding everybody that he had five rings. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's Bro. just like that. Uh, there's that that gif or jif or whatever where um, he's on the fucking the bench. He's like didn't suit up to play, but he's just like reminding the. the, oh, the yeah. He's like, I got five, bro. Like, <laughs> count like, them like one, like five. <laughs> bro, don't forget it, dog. Don't forget it. Yeah. Now, speaking of Lakers dominating, <clears throat> dip in the five piece nugget. This isn't gonna last long. We'll see you guys in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I. Okay, I'm not gonna. I watched like the beginning. Of, like, dude, what? The, some of those calls, bro. I was like, what the like? Bro, some of the refs calls. I'm like, dude, are they paying these guys? Because some of them was like, no, they're not paying, dude. Do you think? Do you think the NBA wants to see the Denver Nuggets in the finals when they got low ratings and they're competing against the NFL? Be honest. Uh, this is a business, brother. This is a business. Do you think they want to see the Denver Nuggets in the finals? The NBA, realistically, that with the ratings being a little lower as they as they claim. Well, I mean, they came back from three one twice. I mean, you want to see like like if you're like wanting to see their story get the payoffs, then yeah, you Los do. Los Angeles Lakers, bro. Los <laughs> Angeles Lakers. See, but don't, you got that Is fandom that behind it, though, dude. No one in the Philippines knows who the Denver Nuggets are, bro. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, I just want to put like respect on the Nuggets because. Three years ago, they, these, these guys were the number one seed, and they were saying, oh, these guys have championship aspirations. So now this is like where, like, okay, now they're actually living up to everyone's – everyone's basically almost kind of a veteran. So can we trash the Clippers? Yeah, we could, we could trash the Clippers a little bit. Bro, trash. <laughs> trash. Bro, game seven, that's what y'all did? Kawhi and Paul George put up 20-something points between the both of them? I'm going to stick up for my boy Kawhi, though. What? I'm going to stick up for him. Because what? he's been carrying that whole damn team, and freaking PG-13% wants to freaking... Yeah, 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 yeah. He just wants to... He just decides to suck it up the whole freaking... He didn't... Tell me, like, one game where he's actually... He had 35 in one game. I'm not sure what game it was, but I know he had a good game. Other than that, dude's like, you got to put something up. You ask for one game. You can't ask for one game, and then I give you one game, and it don't count, guys. Come on. Come on. But but still, like, he's a quote-unquote superstar, or you coin yourself playoff P. Like, you can't. (sighs) The thing is, when someone someone doesn't give you a nickname and you give it to yourself, brother, you didn't deserve it. Yeah. You know? Like, baby goat. 
<laughs> I'm going ham on Izzy this whole episode, bro. Like subliminally, because he's been going ham on me this whole Rams win over the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, that that team. What do you do? You, okay, is that team? Do you think are they fine where they're at, or do they need to add another piece in order to continue? Are we talking about Denver? Um, Clippers. Oh, Clip- oh, Clippers are trash, and they're always going to be trash because they're from Los <laughs> Angeles, and they think they're a Lakers. Like they think they're a Los Angeles team. I saw a meme that had like the Los Angeles, the Los Angeles pecking order of basketball. It went like Lakers, UCLA, USC, LA Sparks, the uh, YMCA Men's League, and then the Clippers. <laughs> okay, so That's- since Joel's a Laker fan, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Angel because Angel will probably give me a, a better answer. Angel, do you think that they're? Wow. they're <laughs> do you think that do they stay the same or do they add a piece to to make them uh, contenders? If they want to compete. They have to add a big man. They have to. Mm, they have to add a big man if they want to compete. And then uh, PG thirteen has to step it up, man. He just has to step it up. Otherwise, it's gonna be the same story. They're gonna lose in the playoffs again. What big man? What big man makes them win a championship? <clears throat> Not a- Giannis. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, that's a big man right there, dude. You, but put- dude, you think Giannis goes to the Clippers? I don't know. Do, you think it's a, do they even have the money to pay for Giannis? Maybe like a one or two deal, maybe. Bro, they'd have to trade like Paul George for him. And they'd be basically in the same fucking boat they're in right They would now. let Montrez Harrell go. They would trade Patrick Beverly for sure. And probably maybe get let go of uh, Mark Keith Morris or whatever fucking Morris twin it is. But Hey, hey, hey. Put some respect on these Morris twins. No, you know what? I, <laughs> I hate the Morris twins because of freaking how they did my boy Donches, bro. Hey, I hate punk him. Punk ass white boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was Montrez Harold, damn it. <laughs> but, question, I think uh, the big guy they need is Rudy. Something like that. Rudy Gourmet. Nah, see, that was a dream scenario. I'm talking about a realistic scenario, like who a big man they can pick up. And, and it's going like, to put him over the like top. Like next season? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got time because I don't know if you guys heard that they're pushing the season back um, a month, I think. So it's not going to start in December anymore. What is life, bro? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they, they did it uh, basically like because there was enough time to like recoup it and actually recover from the season. No, yeah, it makes sense. They kept the draft the same though, huh? Yeah. Did you? Oh, this is completely off topic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Brad, did you hear? <laughs> They're doing a, a presidential uh, debate? Ow, like on freaking Zoom? Not sure how, but they're doing it September 29th. I That's going to be a disaster if it's over online, though. I mean, Joe, we, we try to juggle this over a podcast online, dude. Like, how these, know. these guys are going to be interrupting back and forth. Oh, 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 oh no, you go. No, no, you go. Like, Biden or Trump don't know how to use Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, bro. There's just... Oh, whatever. I'm sorry about that. Up. I just thought about that randomly. I don't even know why I brought it up. I'm sorry. No, I mean, you, you kind of brought into a segue. Uh, before we jumped down there, I showed uh, Angel and Joel. Um, there were some UFC, UFC fights on ESPN Plus yesterday. Um, Donald Trump calls Kobe Cumpton after his victory. And, yeah, I mean, like, as far as, like, okay, get away from the MAGA hat. Like, he's actually a decent fighter. He has a gas tank. That dude can go five rounds with anybody, I feel like, in the welterweight division. Isn't it weird, though? Hasn't he admitted already that that's an act? That that suit and the hat and the image he's portraying, it's an act. Well, not only that, it, it, he I think he said that in Jorge Masvidal used to be in the same camp. He slept on Jorge Masvidal's couch, and he told him, like, yeah, that, that's fake. Like, I know the yeah. real Kobe Covington, bro. Yeah. That's not him. Right. 
It, no, he's admitted it, bro. It's yeah. an act. Like, yeah. it's not real. But he goes hard for it. And then think about this. Trump's, Trump supports the only fighter who openly admits that what he does is an act. Isn't that a little odd? Or am I tripping? Well, maybe because he's actually um, supporting, because like Trump knows that he's, no, no, he's got to no, no. act too. He's not supporting, brother. His image, his fake image, yeah, is a Trump supporter and a hardcore Trump supporter to where the point he's calling Usman fake news, and there was a <laughs> fake ref in the ring. What? Wait, wait, you, Bro. Yeah, Joe, Joe, you got to get the nickname right. It's fake newsman. Newsman, yeah. fake newsman. I'm sorry, bro. Fake newsman broke your fuck. What did he break his, his cheekbone? What did he, he break? Didn't, he didn't break his jaw. Actually, I heard, I heard, like he. They said he had a broken jaw, but I guess he didn't have a break, uh, broken jaw. Actually, who said? Who's there? Medical records. Them. <laughs> I don't trust them. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's just because what did I tell you, Joel? I told you, Joel, like in what episode three or four about like. There's no bad publicity, no such thing as bad publicity. And so Trump, he knows a lot of people watch his UFC. I think that, that was just his his point. Just like, I, I need to like put myself into some media outlets so other people can like know about me and shit that they didn't know about me. Or, I don't know. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that, you don't know about Donald Trump in 2020, you're, in this, <laughs> you're fucking not paying attention. Or he just wanted to remind people, like, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm in your UFC fights too. Don't forget that. You can't escape me. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like, it's just so odd that you support the one fighter who admits that his image of going or rooting for you is fake. That's odd. Right? I mean, it doesn't support anybody else, right? But dude, not even, not even Covington really supports him. That's his image. Yeah. That's his fake. Like he wears the fake cheap suits. He wears the MAGA hat. He fucking buys the Donald Trump Jr. fucking book and shit. Like, I, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it don't, but it's fake. He's like, uh, they said like when he has those girls around him and stuff, you ever seen that? Where he has the girls yeah. around him. They're on the payroll, brother. Yeah. They don't even like him. That's <laughs> fake news. And the fact that this dude's calling him fake newsman is so crazy to me, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. What's that phrase where they're calling the kennel black or something's calling the kennel black or some shit? I don't like, know. I don't know that one. Whatever. It, it's just like you are what you're fucking calling out. It's so odd. <laughs> oh, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Crazy. Anything else? Let me see. Anything else in sports we got to talk about? Well, UFC is coming up and you're not going to come for the fight. And actually, neither is Angel. Oh, I know. I know, bro. You really got to come and keep this guy company. Bro. You have to, bro. <laughs> Angel's not coming for the fight, dude. I know. I completely forgot. I'm in Lake Tahoe this uh, upcoming weekend. There we go. That's, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, first time there. So hopefully it is a good time. How, how long of a drive is that? I looked it up. It's about seven hours, I want to say. Ugh. I know. That's Vegas plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's tough. You said that's your first time out there? Yeah, it's going to be my first time. Nice. Yeah, um, my uncle got me a few nights out there for my 30th birthday. Nice, dude. Hell yeah. 30th 30, birthday. Damn. 30, 30th bro, birthday, bro, last night, me and Angel were participating in a dirty 30. For oh, how, 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 how dirty was it? It was dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it was filthy. <laughs> no, nah, it was a great time. Shout out to our boy, know. Nick. Yeah, shout out to you. Fucking drinks, you know. Shots, 
fights. Not fight, not fights with us, but like fights. <laughs> we were watching the fights. That's actually, two, really actually wrestling. Time out, actually. time out. I'm, I'm, I'm mistaken. Two guys were wrestling in the middle of the living room. <laughs> I am lying, and our boy George basically chokes some dude out. <laughs> <laughs> he quit faster than Woodley. Oh, no. <laughs> it got real dirty real second, huh? Yeah, it was filthy in that motherfucker. bro. <laughs> Damn, 30, man. Angel, I know you, you just turned 30, right? In what, July? August. Bro, August. Yeah. Joel, you and me, we're six months away. Bro, I am staring down 30. You guys have any plans? I know it's kind of weird with this whole COVID thing. No plans. No plans. I mean, I know it's because of the whole COVID thing, but I mean... I mean, for all of us, like, is there any goal? I know, Angel, did you have any goals before 30? Do you have any goals after 30? And for you, Joel, all of us? Um, goals, yeah. As far as plans, I had a lot of plans. Uh, <laughs> this year, COVID just killed it for me, though. Um, but I did have a, a celebration that I really wanted to do. I was supposed to throw this big old shebang. Uh, that didn't happen. But um, I did go to Vegas, so that was cool. Nice. As far as goals, um, what I had planned for this year was to start a business. Nice. And that nice. kind of got pushed back because of what's going on. So hopefully uh, 2021 is a little better. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. That's very, uh, how do I say, that's very, what's the ambitious starting a business, man. That's, uh, I mean, Joel knows it firsthand. I mean, he has one himself. So it's like starting one, that's pretty uh I don't know. It's a uh, right. It's it's a little not. I wouldn't say risky, but I mean it's like okay, like you're gonna go all in with it, right? Like you can't just be like, oh, I'm just gonna start a business. Like you're gambling on yourself. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it is. You're putting money on yourself that in in a idea that you're gonna succeed, right? Yeah. No one starts a business to fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's like, I'm gonna be under in two years. Let's do this. Like no, bro. Like you obviously start the business with the idea that you're gonna succeed. Yeah, you really got to gamble on yourself. Yeah, for sure. Well, I also think it's just we talk about in this podcast. I think a lot of people just focus on like the end end goal. It's like you got to like focus on where you're at and kind of enjoy where you're at. Throat like, game, the throat game, babe. I told you, took the words right out of my mouth, man. Like, I know, bro. It sounds weird when you say that about throat game, but sure. <laughs> Alex, Alex knows that we're gonna make some merch soon about that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just you got to take that time and then in between those goals, like you can't just think about, oh, okay, I want the successful business. I'm gonna make this much money. I'm gonna have this car. I want to have like it's just we all know where you want to get to. It's just a lot of people just don't think about like where they're at. So what's up, Pat? What, what's your goal before 30? You were staring down at it, bro. Well, I mean, I've been talking about it, like, on the podcast. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get in the best shape of my life at 30. I mean, just trying to stay and get in the best shape of my life. Uh, I, a challenge. I've, I, I seen you at 27, my guy. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I've, written da- I've written down my goals. Like, just, Let me hear. Let me I've hear. I've written down my goals. Like, it's just... Let me hear some. Let me hear some bullet points. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna touch on a little bit, but uh, let's see. No, don't get too personal. Not too personal. Uh, Tell me your deepest, darkest secrets, Pat. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Meet the love of my life before COVID ends, so I can move away and never see Joel again. <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god, my heart. Uh, the one that I got is just to be a health, to be the best, like healthy. Uh, food wise, mindful wise, mood wise, um, 
self-worth-wise, all-around happy in me. Uh, just enjoying the process. Uh, no destination addiction because we all we all get de- um, we all get focused on the on the destination. Like, oh, I want to live in this house. I want to have kids. I want to have this dog. It's just like you just can't. There's a phrase called the. Um, Nowadays we live in instant gratification. We got to talk about delayed gratification. We got to start um, knowing that the work that we do, it's not going to happen right away. We got to know it's delayed gratification. Eventually, it's going to come. Eventually, we just can't think of. It's not like our phone where we just you pull the thumb down and it refreshes, and you got a new you got a new um, a new result. Like it's just we have to continue to keep focusing. And like I said, just focusing on where you're at. And right. See, don't don't be happy once you get there. Be happy like where you're at. Um, yeah, it's just, I just, I don't know, the goals that I have is just to be the best, like, best me, best version of me. Okay. Like, size-wise, I want to gain some weight, I want to throw some fucking, that's why I'm doing the, the weight, uh, weightlifting thing, I want to throw some heavy shit over my head, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm still trying to, I'm still running, I just, like I said, I just, I want to keep it going, it's, it's one of those things, like, it's easy, like, I, I, like I see many people, it's, it's easy to get complacent in these times. Like, yeah, it's because of comfort, like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick out on this ice cream, which I did last night. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm saying for other people, like, do, doing it on the you're regular. You're a terrible example, man. <laughs> like, dude, you're the worst example, man. Like, see, I still go hard, though. No, you do, but, like, you fuck it up for everyone else because they think they can have ice cream, too, and, and they can't. <laughs> They can't have ice cream. They're not there yet. But I'm saying for the people that like do it on the regular and like do it for comfort. You know I mean like it's it's easy to like go into like a, a hiding time right th- right now. I feel like this is the hardest time right now. And like for you, yet you, you have to push back just even fucking harder to keep what you got and to keep fucking pushing. So that's my goal. I mean, I'm like I said, doing the podcast. I'm trying to do many things. So I, I'm just trying to be the my own mentality, dude. We we talk about it. just be the best version of yourself that you could be. Yeah, hell yeah. What about you, Joel? Yeah, you, you had any? I know thirties. Uh, what we're? We'll just say it's October now, because I mean September's already almost over. So what? Five more months? Four months? Uh, um, until you're thirty. I don't. I don't know if I have any like big goals. I just want to get there. <laughs> like, I just want to get there because I feel like at 30, we're going to be in 2021, and then maybe shit's going to be looking better. Maybe? Yeah. Right? So so no personal goals for yourself? Maybe, like... I wanted to buy a truck. Oh, I was going to ask about that. Like, was that a... How'd that go? Um, just the times or just because the truck situation, like, it just didn't... I got it on Monday. <laughs> what? I got it on Monday. That was my goal. That was my person. I wanted to get out of my Camaro, yeah, out of my yeah. sports car. Um, <laughs> out of my sports car because, you know, I feel like it was dumb that me and my wife both had Camaros and life was just more difficult. Like to get anything. Bro, I mean, we, needed, we needed a new hamper. We need to call somebody. You know what I mean? Like, we can't just go grab it because of that. So, you know, having a truck is a beautiful thing. And Yeah. Uh, Shout out to our boy Jockin who pointed me to Builtin in Rio Vista. And that's where I got it done. And they really hooked me up. And I'll continue to recommend people that way. Yeah, man. Like, uh... Fuck home motors. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Like, uh, it's... We we gotta celebrate those little things, man. Like... 
little victories like that. We don't like we talk about on the podcast. We just don't celebrate getting a new job enough, don't graduating or finishing a good semester, um, starting a business. We need, we need to celebrate those little victories. I mean, like, yeah, like I think it's because of social media we kind of normalize. Like, oh, oh, Joel got a new truck, cool. Oh, oh, Angel's gonna start a new business. Oh, that's cool. Everyone's doing the same thing. Um, double tap, double tap. Yeah, I know. Uh, Patrick, oh, Patrick looks the fucking same. Cool, he's doing his thing. You know I mean, like, it's just that's still lifting weight over his head. Who knows <laughs> on that goddamn bar? <laughs> like, it's just we we normalize things a little bit too much, and then we don't give it the attention that it deserves or the recognition it deserves. Eventually, you know. That's why I feel like a. Uh, I mean, fuck. Kind of perfect segue. Uh, Joel told me about a social dilemma. Dilemma, dilemma. on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. What What do you think about a great watch for you? Or it was a great watch. It was. I mean, I feel like everyone knows that we're addicted to our phones, but to hear him break down how and why, and that they're working harder to make you more addicted, was a real eye opener. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, listeners um, that I listen to right now, basically the 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 show. It's ex-developers from Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, Snapchat, all all the social media things, and YouTube, all of them, all of them. The main guy, the main guy is what from Google, right? I believe so. Yeah, the main guy's from Google, and he basically he's the one that's kind of waving the flag. Like, hey, we need to stop all this. We're taking advantage of the humans. Uh, what did he say? Like humans deficiency, kind of like deficiencies or um, weak weak points. Yeah. yeah. So we're basically uh, manipulating people to be connected to their phones. Um, It's funny because like when I was watching it and Joel told me to watch it because I I was on my phone taking notes because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. But uh, yeah, we we use fucking social media like as a digital pacifier. It is a digital pacifier. I'll agree with that. When you're like bored in a weird situation that you don't want to be in, what's the first thing you want to do? Click on some kind of social media and just start scrolling through. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that they call it digital pacifier because, I mean, it's almost like used for some parents. They just give it to their fucking kid, right? Like the tablet or the phone. Just to shut them up. Like here, like, and what what did some of the developers said? Like, hey, I'm not, I don't give my kids, my children uh, social media. I'm not, I don't. Some of them said, what, age 16? That they they suggest people to to have... Yeah, and some said, like, they just don't allow their kids at all. Yeah. And it's like, damn, you work for Snapchat and you don't let your kid go on Snapchat? Hmm. Imagine if you sold water and you didn't let your kids drink your own water. It'd be very, very, very strange, you know? You must know, like, they're putting something in the water that you shouldn't be drinking. What about the guy? I think he worked for Facebook where he was talking about how addictive it was and that him himself was also addicted to his phone. I was just going to say that. And it's just like, dude, you're in it. You see it. And you still can't fight it off. That's creepy, bro. Yeah. Andrew, what do you think about the whole thing, man? I know, like, uh, I think you're still on... Are you still on social? Or how do you feel about the whole thing, man? Um, You know what? I haven't had Facebook in well over, I want to say, almost two years now. Yeah. And it's great. I, I don't have no need for it. I don't feel... No, no ties to it, like no addiction or whatever. Um, Instagram, I still have it, but I never post. It's more for like networking. Nice. At least for what, at least for what I use it for. It's more for networking. Angel, Angel's like ahead of the game, right? Or um, behind. Depends how you look at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's how um, Gary V put it, right? Like it's it's a tool, but like even the developer said like it's a tool, but like we didn't expect it to grow into the beast that it is now. When they were talking about how it was literally changing, like, countries, it was changing countries, and then they say that, like, 
It's like they would think, I saw it said something like fake news gets spread six times faster than real news. I wrote I wrote that down, bro. I was like, that is Dude. such a creepy stat, bro. Because that means you, all the news that you think you're seeing m- most likely is fake. So it means Donald Trump was right, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy because, like it's just with the the whole fake news thing. It's like, bro, like I was telling Joe, like whatever news gets put on my deal, okay, like I don't even know what to fucking believe anymore. Like it's just it's gotten that to that point. Um. Oh, we we talked about it in the podcast uh, the early episodes. Like we call so much shit, but it's like, like how come when a, a news story breaks out, we don't believe it right away? And now it's because we know because there's so much shit that could be fabricated, and some people will like twist it and oh no, it is true. Oh no, it's not true. And it's you got to be skeptical on everything, and it's just like because of that, we're so untrustworthy. And it's like, oh oh, the government's gonna release release a vaccine. Okay. Who's going to try it? Bro, I've been talking to people at the at the shop, and every time I ask them, they all say, I don't want to be one of the first ones. So who's going to be one of the first ones? Because nobody wants to be one of the first ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just, oh, man. You Pat, you take, okay, this is great. This is a great one. You taking the vaccine, Pat, as soon as it comes out? You, you, asked, me, you asked me last, last podcast, but I'm, it's going to be a month or two. I'm not going to take it. I just want to see, okay, it's going to be safe. But how are we going to know if it's going to be safe if no one wants to take it in the first month or two? Um... Well, there's gonna be people that are gonna take it, bro. I'm like, there's gonna be people like, that actually believe, oh, the vaccine's gonna help me. But I mean, so is this an IQ test? I don't know, <laughs> bro. I don't Sounds even, like an IQ test, bro. Yeah, I don't even know what to fucking think, bro. Angel, are you gonna take it? No, hell you, no. I'm okay. <laughs> so when, when like you think studies are gonna be you okay, think, okay you like flu shot, Pat? I haven't gone in ten years, bro. You get the flu a lot. No, I mean, I, okay, we got COVID in January because I was really sick in January. But they said we I had all a, got COVID it, in January. You got a heavy flu. Yeah, well, see, I mean, I think I told Joe I I got the heavy flu so bad that I crashed my mom's car into my own Jeep, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so sick, dude. I went to go get King Falafel and I was backing it in. And, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh bro. I step outside. I'm like. Fuck, I'm gonna go eat my King Falafel uh, first before I fucking look at this shit, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't want it to get cold. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a tomorrow problem. <laughs> yeah, at least it was your mom's heart, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but that that whole thing, um, I was kind of like Angel. I was ahead of the ball too because I mean, for me, I was we were, bro, we were all like in the infancy of uh, social media. We, we were on MySpace, dude. Uh, early of yeah. Facebook. But for me, when I, I noticed myself, when I saw it, saw it changing for the worse, was when uh, I knew exactly what was... But I, I understand what they were doing when they did this change is when they went from chronological order on Instagram to where it's just random top, like, random top posts. And I was like, yeah. no, I know what you guys are doing. You guys are trying to make people stay on the app more, have them keep scrolling. Yeah, and I was like, dude, like, that's what kind of got me off Instagram because I don't really post as much anymore. I don't scroll either because... I hate when I scroll and then I see, oh, the, the game's on? Oh, shoot, let me go turn it on. Oh, this is from three days ago. Like, what? Like, what? You, you're showing me the final score or highlights to a game, and I was like, a, it was like a three days ago. And I was like, really? Like, you guys are, I know what you guys are doing. Well, you guys are trying to keep people. You should have checked your Instagram three days ago. What the fuck were you doing? See, three but, days. See, <laughs> but like, they're, they're hooking you in, bro. That's what I I'm saying. <laughs> but even the on, the on the show where they were like, if you're not on your phone, they send you little... Little teasers, like little notification, little this and that. Like, hey, hey, don't forget about your phone, bro. Check this out, man. <laughs> like, that shit's mad creepy, dog. Because I ain't going to lie. I'm on my phone a lot, bro. And 
thinking about that, I, I was like, damn, am I a terrible person? <laughs> no, I think there's a difference, though, because I think you use your phone for business. Mm-hmm. When I use my phone more for pleasure. I, I mean, so, there's, I use my phone for both. I can't lie. I can't lie, bro. I do set up appointments, and people do hit me up on social media for apps. And I, and I always say, I always justify, I'll never delete my social media because it does help me with the barbering as far as marketing and being able to get a hold of me. Exposure. Exposure. But it's like, do I really mean that? Or is that just my justification of it? To keep it on there? To keep it on there. Because, I mean, I, I, I know, I know barbering is different. Um, we, I think Joel was telling me about, like, this popular, uh, one of the top dudes in barbering. You told me, was it Pacino's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about him. But, I mean, how many, like, mom and pop stores where you hear people by just word of mouth? Like, oh, hey, you got to go to fucking Skittles. Like, the atmosphere is fucking dope. They fucking give out nice cuts. You guys should go check it out. Like, do, out. do you think that's 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 possible in this day and age where you can get by with no. It, 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 you can definitely get by. Yeah. But like you said before, it's a tool. Mm-hmm. And if you use, like, dude, you give someone a hammer, right? And the mofo nails in a nail, like, with a hammer. You nailed it, bro. You did a great job. But if you use that same hammer and just start bashing in windows for no reason, you use the tool wrong, dog. Mm. It's, a, it's a tool. It's a tool. It's about how you use the tool. You know what I mean? That's fucking ooh, whoo, fire yeah. though. Damn, hit y'all with some knowledge, Damn. bro. Fucking, y'all thought I was gonna leave twenty twenty with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just to like piggyback off that, I think it's you just got to be conscious of like what you're doing on your phone, right? And I feel like right. people are just you get easily get sucked into like mindlessly scrolling. Oh, you let know me- what, what creeped me out was on the show where they said that uh, they couldn't even see how long you look at an image for. That's fucking creepy. Stalkerish? Or what, what about, um, they were saying, like, when two people are in the same vicinity or some shit? Or, no, when they said they could see it, you're looking at your ex's pictures? Yeah. <gasps> Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. What? Is, okay, but okay. I know we all, when we get the, like, you know when you sign up for an app and it says all the terms and blah, blah, blah? Has Everyone anyone, fucking zooms has by that shit. Has anyone ever, ever in the history of time sat down and read those things? I'm sure that somebody has, but we just got to find them. But there's very, very little that do. And it's like, they know what they're doing. They Can you get me a summarized version? You know what I mean? It's like, like a realistic version I might glance over. Like they put the, the fucking the, the fine print in something that's really important, but you they like no one's gonna fucking read it. But they it's know, actually no one's really gonna read important. that, and you're you're accepting them to spy on your phone, accepting them to spy on your locations, on your request, bro. How many times have you thought of something and that motherfucker pop up on your sponsorship? That's mm-hmm. creepy. As or fuck. even like, remember when the barbershop we, we or like even like we were having a conversation together, and then all of a sudden the the product will come up on our phone, or you're on YouTube, the fucking the the video that we were talking like the topic we we're talking bro. about comes on. Great one, bro! Is the um the Rams jersey I just fucking purchased for Izzy? All of a sudden, all my sponsored pages are Rams shit. Like I'm gonna order more stuff. Fuck y'all, <laughs> <laughs> bro! What is that, dude? That's creepy, bro. Yeah, that's creepy. The another one that I saw was fucking crazy too. Was uh, I mean, we're watching the whole thing. It's not even crazy, but when you search something on google depending on your location it's going to give you something different to like in different locations it's going to give you a different search uh answer and then they said that no one's feed is the same yeah everyone's feed is completely different on what pops up on your shit based on what you've liked and what you're friends with and what your groups with 
it, 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 and when it said it, it's like it's forming you to believe a certain thought it's forming you to have these certain thoughts by the images they're putting in front of you it's creepy dude yeah i mean angel so like uh i mean you, you haven't watched it but i mean just hearing from this conversation i mean does it nail home even more for you so where you're, you're gonna be like okay like i'm doing the right thing i'm not i'm not i'm doing the right thing from what i hear or is it like okay i'm not missing out on much and oh yeah definitely bro um i think it's a it's a drug it's a drug that people get hooked on and next thing you know they just can't put it back down and it's sad because then they try to like live up to this expectation to where it's not realistic you know what i mean and it's and that's where you max out your credit cards trying to be somebody you're not (laughs) and that's why you you know you try to get this you know your your car a better car or whatever Right. Like, um, who buys a new know. truck in a pandemic? What are you doing, dude? You, know I mean? <laughs> yeah, you got your shit together, so that's good, bro. Yeah. So for other people, though, for other people, social media is just a drug, dude. They just yeah. they focus on it so much that they, yeah, if it's, it's it it's takes bad. over. It's really it, it takes it, over. It does take over. It's like it becomes what's reality? The avatar that you're creating, that fake image online, or what's really going on in front of you? Mm-hmm. What's more important? Because some people, I would bet, would argue that it's more important what people think you're doing rather than what you're actually fucking doing. Yeah. And to me, that's stupid. <laughs> and like I guess it- it's how you use your um, your social media platform. So, you know, Joel is using it for work. That's cool. Some other people, I feel like, use it to show off. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I just then- seen something that I could argue that now. Because I used to feel the same way. But then I saw something that said, just because I post something doesn't mean I'm showing off. It just means like I'm showing what's possible and you're looking at it through a jealous mind. And that's why you're seeing it as me showing off. Yeah, hell mm-hmm. yeah. But that's not necessarily showing agree, off. Right. You know what I mean? That's, and that just, it depends on the post as right. well. Of course. Maybe you got some guy that just no, tossing sh- out money, like no. no big deal. I'm sure there is showing you know off, I mean? but there's also how you perceive it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. Like if I, you know, <clears throat> one of our boys or one of my boys is going to uh, fix up my truck soon. It's going to look super nice. I'm going to post it to promote his business. To promote, like, the barbershop's not falling under. Like, <laughs> we're still doing okay. You know what I mean? But it's like, I'm not showing off. It do, Does that make it weird? Like, I don't know. No, yeah, this goes know. back to our last our last podcast. I mean, like, uh, we were talking about, uh, what was it, terms? Like, we were talking about simp and stuff. Like, whatever yeah. happened to just simply posting something because you're happy, you're proud that you have this truck, where you're at in life. Like, whatever happens to that. Because the people who know me, like know me, know me, they see what the fuck I've had to do <laughs> to even make that truck even possibly happen. Because <laughs> there was a time in my life I thought I was be riding a bike forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you look at your history of your post, though. I feel. Yeah. I mean, like if I if I follow you, so I know what you post on the regular. So if you post your truck with a certain caption promoting a different business mm-hmm. and I'm like okay this guy's just helping somebody out that's cool right. bro hell yeah dope but if all your posts of are like oh no you showing off in a sense then that's a different perspective that people are gonna get i, I feel that see yeah, and that, like, I, I think that's where it changed for me too is when uh i think 20 around 2015 2014 that's when 
I think people realize that they can get quote unquote famous or like clout chase. And so they know that they can, I mean, you can make money off of fucking Instagram ads, like, or just posting like a single, like these famous people like Kim Kardashian, all these people, they can just make a post and make money off of clicks. Do you, I mean, we saw from the, 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 the little show, it's just people, how long people watch the ad, how many people watch the post, how many people click on the post, comment on it. Um, I think that's when in like Instagram and social media started changing for the worst is when people started like, Oh, I can get famous. Okay. I'm going to do some stupid shit or I'm going to post some shit that I'm not, I'm going to like do some reckless shit. I don't know. Just whatever it's a clout chase, you know? And I think that's where, where it changed for the worst. Quick question for you, Pat. What's up? What's your, if you have a pet peeve, what would be your pet peeve associated with social media? Hmm. That's a Damn, Angel, with a good question. Good questions. Who do you think I get all my anonymous questions from? <laughs> <laughs> you said, you said what, what's the pet people on social media? Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you mine, for example. Go with yours so, first. So for a while, um, Liz, my girlfriend, I love you. Don't talk shit about it. She just said don't talk shit about it. For a while, years ago, though, it's maybe like about three or four years ago religiously she would be posting her um she would take pictures of of her dinner every single time and it's cool but then i feel like some some moments are private mm. like okay like i want to share this with you only type of thing and it's cool like i get it you have a nice dinner in front of you you want to show it off to some people or not show it off but you want to show, show people it. especially if angel used truly you know you make the but, dinner well, angel's just, a great cook i just yeah. want you know i just want that me and her time sometimes and I don't know. So that was my pet peeve. The, the continuous post. I'm like, so when can we have you and me time in the sense without showing the world? Yeah. Mm. No, I, I, I can, de- I feel that uh, many times too. I, I, uh, I, do, I do agree with that. It's just more of like a, there's some things that you should just experience through your lens, you know? Like, right. I mean, yeah, take a picture for yourself, but it's, at, at the end of the day, it's just, there's some things that you need to experience personally. No camera, no phone, no social media, and then just, Live in the moment, dude. Like, how many times we just don't live in the moment? We got to, like, sh- go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is how you know we've been doing too many episodes, bro. No, um, just the living in the moment. I feel like some people, we're on the opposite end of showing up, some people post stuff I feel that it's like, that shouldn't be posted. You shouldn't be posting that you're in the hospital. You shouldn't be posting that you're sick. Like, you, like, you know we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and you're posting fucking Dayquil and Nightquil. I don't want to be around you, bitch. <laughs> like, dude, no, no, no. Like, seriously, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you? What are you promoting? Are you trying to get attention? Yeah. But that's my whole thing. Like, like you know when you see people post the. This is. It's sad that this is a famous post of the of the wrist bracelet from the hospital. With no explanation, <laughs> they just post the wrist braces. So now everyone has to hit them up and be like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Is yeah. everything all right?" Like, dude, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. It's just like some things need to be kept private. Some people, some posts shouldn't be posted. Like, it's just like I don't think that social media was meant to be your own mini reality TV show. You know, and I feel like that's how some people use it. And it's like, bro, no, you're not Kim. You're not keeping up with the Kardashians, bro. (laughs) No one's keeping up with you like that. Yeah, like, yeah, we see some cool shit. We support whatever, whatever. But it's like, 
I don't know, dude. Like, there's just a there's a limit on certain shit. There's there should be boundaries. I feel that's all. There's boundaries. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they talk about on the show. I think uh, the main guy from Google, the main guy in the show, he's trying to like have some sort of boundary within the developers to not take advantage of people. There has to be some sort of fine line, and like that's what they're trying to establish. But it's like, dude. I think it's it's already grown into a beast to what it is, where it's so hard to tame now. You can't. You've gone. You you've already gone beyond the line already. Like it's it's just hard to fucking put boundaries on it now. Yeah, it's too late, bro. It's uh, it's already grown into its own monster. You know, nothing we can do about that. The uh, younger generations. We when when was the? Uh, let's ask this to everybody. When uh, you get your first smartphone? What age were you at? I had to be like. 19, 20? Exactly. Think about that. Yeah. Think about that. We you were almost f- 20. We were already developed, bro. Kids are getting smartphones at nine. Well, I mean, what was that stat they brought up? They said that young teenage girls, at the rate of suicide and them, like, cutting themselves or hurting themselves, like, rose by 154%, dude. Just because, um, I don't know, they'll, they'll post a picture. Oh, I didn't get enough likes. Oh, fuck, let me take it down. Uh, it's it. unrealistic expectations with these fucking filters and all this other yep. shit, bro. That's exactly what I hate, bro. Like, bro, these, like, I always say this about haircuts. And that's just because I'm a barber and I see it a lot. They show me a haircut of a Photoshop, super filtered, super Photoshop haircut, edited, all that. I'm like, dude, this haircut you're showing me don't look like this. Like, it's an unrealistic expectation. And it's the same thing with females. And I mean, with everyone, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Like, when you see a fitness page being promoted, with the, it, whether it's a pre-workout, whether it's gym gear, it's some dude who's been on roids for fucking six, seven years, ripped as fuck. And it's like, bro, that's not realistic. Like, I'm not going to get like that yeah. if I buy this pre-workout. <laughs> this but, but not to discredit the, the people that worked hard, too, that actually looked like that, though, and are natural, too, though. Cause, no, of, of course. Yeah. Of course. But I'm talking about a broad brush, the majority yeah. of what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's un- like, <laughs> when we talk about, uh, I talked about my unrealistic expectations of my drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that goes for me and Angel. <laughs> me and Angel have both built up. He's lying. He's lying. He's sitting right next to me lying. <laughs> Angel's is not his head. He's lying. We both built up a realist, an unrealistic expectation of our ability to drink. As Angel pours and up now, another shot. Exactly. <laughs> and now, every time we go somewhere or hang out with people, guess what expectation is there? Oh, it's fucking 2010. Let's go, Joe. Oh, Bro, <laughs> last night we had a slight little hiccup. He ran out of alcohol. Uh oh. Why? Because this guy was there. Oh, he's gonna blame oh, me. Yeah, you, you, you got ten. You got ten. Uh, we're in a we're in a blessed position where someone could just cover the whole bottle oh, now. Bottle. Yeah, no, I get it. No, I was, I was throwing it back to you guys back in yeah, 2010. Ten years ago, it was that position where we passed the hat around to get a new <laughs> bottle. Um, no, uh, Joel, what's your uh, pet peeve about social media? I guess what I just said is that like not even it's not the show off part. It's the opposite end. It's like you're crying out for attention. You're crying out for attention. And it's like that's not what social media was made for. Yeah. Social media wasn't made for me to see you in the hospital, to see fucking some weird like, yeah, like a pity party. It's not like, bro, like everyone. I'm I'm sorry, but everyone has problems. Facts. Everyone has problems. Everyone has to deal with shit. And it's like, okay, it's like, okay, if you can't super duper stunt show off, 
you go the opposite end and you pity party the fuck out of yourself. And it's like, well, either way, bro, it's whack to me. It's whack to me. Yeah. What the fucking see? No, it was just more like a the whole so. Oh god damn it! I just fucking. It's just yeah. The whole. It's just with the tools. Like I feel like it. Yeah, we have to look at it as like we can can reconnect with family members, fa- uh, friends that we haven't seen in fucking years. Um, there could be a great cause that people want to donate or support to. I mean, that's that's fucking that's all cool. But then there's always the flip side of the coin too, where it's just like it's off the deep end where. Get the propaganda. You get everything. You know, you know why kids aren't using Facebook no more? Because everyone's fucking aunt and uncles are getting super duper political on that bitch. Yep. <laughs> bro, bro if they listen to this ever, they'll know I'm talking about them, but I'm not going to say no names. But I have two uncles. It's hilarious, dog. They literally live under the same roof. And their political views could not be more different. Like, I have them both on Facebook, and it's like, if I watch one, it goes super left. If I watch the other one, it goes super right. And I'm just like, dude, how do y'all even have a conversation? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so are they, like, commenting on each other's shit? Like, oh, nah, no, fuck you, bro. Like, but they're, they're not commenting, but they're posting responsive videos. Does that make sense? Like, like, oh, I know he's going to see this shit, so I'm going to post yeah, it. Yeah. Let me post this video because it contradicted what, the, what their past video said. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we all know the truth is somewhere in the middle. Left or right, it's all bullshit, right? Yeah. I mean, but yeah, that's my pet peeve, dog. It's just like, yeah, either you stunt real hard or you pity party. And it's like, bro, pity party's out too, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, bro, we all have problems, dog. Like, and it, so we we don't go on. I don't go on social media to see what what everyone's going through. I want to see some W's. I want to see, you know what I mean, like some inspirational shit. Wait, but Joel, like, isn't it like? I guess like when celebrities. But I mean, like, as more as friends too. Like, you like seeing transparency, uh, transparency too. Like, you're not just posting when you're winning. Like, is it like it's cool when you see people do that too, where like they post everything about themselves. But that's what we're talking about. I don't like that either. Because it's not. It's, this is not keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. This is fucking this social. It's a tool. It's a tool. Yeah. Right? And I guess that's the beauty of it, that you could kind of um, select who you want to follow. Yeah. So if you don't right. want to see that, then you kind of just unfollow. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't follow on Facebook so easily. <laughs> I will be friends to the day my Facebook gets deleted, but I will unfollow you so fast. <laughs> I don't see what you got to post if I, don't, if I don't fucking agree with it. If it doesn't make me happy, it doesn't bring me any kind of joy. I think Instagram needs to come out with that. <laughs> let, me, let me keep following you, but not see your post. <laughs> Feel my support, but not. Show I know, my support. like let me, like let me be, let me help your numbers, but I don't want to see your shit, dog. <laughs> No, it's just the uh, fuck. What about you, Pat? What's your pet peeve? I kind of discussed it. It's more like I hate that I, I know, like, what's going on behind the curtain. Like, be- even before this thing, I knew, like, what they were doing when they changed the chronological thing. Like, I hate that they post, like, something from three days ago that like, comes up on my feed when I refreshed it. Um, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. When they added stories, like, I knew exactly what they were doing. They want people to keep be keeping on Instagram. Like, when they stole that from fucking, I think, Snapchat, where they had the stories on the top. It's like, so you want me to swipe horizontally 
up like up and down again, and then now you're gonna show like videos in between, like you swipe whatever way you want, dog. Yeah, <laughs> like as long as you're on our app, bro. Like you, you cool. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was my pet peeve. Just I know what they're doing, and it's just and like they said that we were the product. Like they're buying our attention. Mm-hmm. That fucked True, me. Bro. That fucked me up. That's that crazy. really fucked me up. I'm like, okay, we're the test dummies. I think we're just the dummies. Like when we like <laughs> before this whole social media hit, you know, like with the whole text message. I remember text messaging all the time in high school. Yeah. And as soon as social media came out, it was like over. Bro. Facebook. And, oh, was it MySpace first? MySpace, MySpace was, yeah. First? Okay, I remember AOL Instant Messenger. That was a, that was the birth of it for sure. I am was cool. You, you remember ASL? Yeah, let me see your age, sex, and location, baby. It's uh, 86. Tell me the truth, Pat. Every chat room you were ever in, you lied about your age. Oh, for sure. I was like, hey, I'm 14, <laughs> baby. What's up? Okay, I'm 14. All the time. You creeper. <laughs> Angel said he was 45. 25. Uh, 25, damn. You was trying to jailbait older women. <laughs> damn, Angel. Bro, I remember, however old I was, for real, I think I added about two on. So if I was like 14, I was 16. If I was 15, I was 17. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's that's the growth of it for sure, man. Um, a better question, too, is, um, you know, if God willing to get, like, he blesses us with kids, like, are you going to give your, your kids a, uh, well, what age do you give your kids a phone or tablet or well, I mean, tablet's different because then you, I don't know. That's a, that's part of the same thing too, right? Like, I would say I'm gonna do my. I mean, it's hard to tell. Who knows? You know, when the time comes, but I want to try to at least monitor the time because the time to not be on screens is like that's unrealistic. We're in a society where our kids are gonna only know screens. A piece of paper? The fuck is that? With this Zoom shit going on, bro, the piece of paper is on its way out. Like, Dunder Mifflin is fucked. <laughs> a shout out to the office. You know, Dunder Mifflin is fucked, bro. Paper's out. Like, so to, to, to completely deprive your kids of a screen, I think, is wrong also. But I think you just got to find some kind of happy medium, which might be damn near impossible. Angel? Yeah, bro. Um, it's hard. Uh, pretty much what you said. How do you you can't shy away from technology when basically the whole world is moving towards it? So at that point, I mean, yeah, paper is non-existent I, and technology is going to be taking over. Who who are, who are the people who don't use um electronics and like like um uh, fuck? There's a term for it. I know you're talking about the people. Um, are you oh talking my about God. the Amish? Amish. Amish. Yeah. yeah. How are they doing they're school Amish. right now? They're not. Are they not doing score? Are they all just failing <laughs> because they don't have Zoom? What the fuck is going on with the Amish? I don't. <laughs> Life from Zoom as usual. They don't even know what COVID. You is. can't even Google update what's going on with the Amish. You- they, I know, <laughs> fucking the Amish. Like, they, what, what's it? The whole belief, like they live off the gridlock, right? Like they try to be self sufficient. Nothing. They have no. They have nothing. They no electronics. Like- no cell phone. No. Uh, like no. No thing in the telephones. Right. Like it's eighteen fifty. Yeah, fuck. Like, we're not in 2020 doing a podcast over Zoom. Bruh, did you hear? <laughs> we started one, baby. <laughs> They're never going to hear. <laughs> I'm so sad. No, I just think about the whole kid thing. Um, yeah, if you deprive them, dude. What? Think of us as, like, little kids. Like, when we're in middle school, 
oh, hey, Joel has a fucking screen. I'm gonna go, when when I'm away from my home, I'm gonna be at school. I'm gonna check his phone. I'm gonna see what's going on. So they're gonna get a hold of it eventually. I think it's just Joel's got the one of the good solutions. Like, yeah, check the screen time. I think that's just the best. That's it. Cause you can't, you can't imagine the parents who try to, like I said, deprive their kids from screens and, and just pretend like we're not moving in that way in society. And then in 2020, you got to be on Zoom and your kid looking at the screen like it's the fucking, you know, a, trim, a trigonometry problem. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're never going to figure this out. Like, you you fuck your kid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't no. know. It's just, that's, fuck. It's all social media thing. You being a health nut, Pat, um, kind of similar question. Whenever you're blessed with kids. When will you introduce him to like fast food, like McDonald's or like? Damn, that's a good question. Damn, yeah, angels with the fool. First bro, time on the pod, dude. Get my anonymous questions. Bro. <laughs> I always thought, well, you know what? With my kid, like, I don't. I, when I was a kid, I don't remember having McDonald's. So I was like, maybe like five or something. I don't know. Nah, but maybe, maybe I can't remember. I was a problem with McDonald's. My parents had to drive up a couple blocks to make sure. I didn't, I didn't see the fucking M. Because if I seen the M in the backseat, I'm screaming McDonald's, bro. I have to, dude, my mom tells me about that shit, too. She's like, oh, like, when you were little, like, you would tell your dad, like, oh, hey, I'm hungry all of a sudden when you see an M, like, an M or a Burger King, bro. Like, But, hey, if we think about it, dude, that's the early version of, like, hook, lining, and sinker that's people. Programming. That's programming. Bro, I, I, put, I put this fucking commercial with a Happy Meal. I show the fucking toy. Oh, Oh, now the kids are hooked. Now they're gonna go beg their fucking parents. Hey, oh, I want. I want can I go get this Happy Meal? It has a fucking Pokemon collectible with a card and shit. And- my, my parents stopped taking me to McDonald's when they realized I only wanted the toy. <laughs> when they realized I only wanted the toy, they just fuck said, the "Fuck this shit. We're yeah. not taking this dumbass here no more." <laughs> I don't blame them. I don't blame them. <laughs> I mean, dude, like, I, it's gonna be hard to, to answer Angel's questions, like. I think, yeah, I think five or six, dude. I think I'm a bit, uh, but I'm gonna do my best to where just limit it where it's just maybe once or twice a week. That's uh, a lot. Really? Twice a week? Fast food? I'm a, I'm a fucking terrible parent already. That's why I'm not gonna have kids. Fuck, I'm gonna slip my nuts out before it even begins, bro. <laughs> no, you know, uh, no, honestly, no, not November. Okay. No, not for let me, life. Let me rephrase that, Pat. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> it's a lot considering that you said that. Yeah. Oh, I okay. Thought, I thought you were gonna say like once or twice, maybe a month, and then when you said once or twice, I was like, "Oh shit, that's kind of a lot." See, I didn't then, mean a lot for because some kids, I'm sure, fucking, they have that bitch like five, six days a week, and that's a whole other situation. Yeah. Well, I say that now, but I mean, like, what's that that that, that saying? I think Mike Tyson said, "Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face." So it's gonna be like everyone's got a plan until you get a screaming kid in the back that said they want McDonald's. <laughs> I and want yeah, McDonald's. What's eight bucks gonna cost me, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> like, and I think my mom, my mom told me this story. She was just like, uh, my dad. I would always tell my dad, "Hey, I want some McDonald's." Like, and my dad would be like, "Oh, we don't got no money." But then all of a sudden, he goes to the fucking the grocery store and buys a bunch of scratchers. And I'd be like, "Hey, dad, I thought we had no money." Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> my mom uh, already told me about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, do you remember the first uh, fast food you ate? Nah. That's pretty hard, bro. But I'm, I, my mom said I was hooked on fucking McDonald's for sure, though. She told me that. For me, it was Burger King. Yeah? Yeah. What about you, Joel, as, as a kid? I, I love fast food. I still kind of love fast food. I try to stay away because I know it's bad for me, and I know it's trash. I'm putting it in my body, but it's everyone who knows me, bro, knows I love convenience. It's the convenience, dog. Yeah. If I take off from my house right now, I could be back 
in 11, 12 minutes with the hot, warm meal. And I didn't have to do shit. And I don't got to do dishes after. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, that, that feeling of like, uh, was it like you're in third, fourth grade, you know, your mom pulls you out of school because you got a dentist appointment. You come back with the fucking Mickey D's bag. Like, you like that's like you walk into the party with a fucking handle, dude. Like, look what I got, dog. Like, <laughs> that was the original social media. Super flex. <laughs> that's a flex move for sure. Super flex. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. bro, that's just crazy. The, yeah, but at what age did you think of fast food in a negative aspect? Mm. Damn. I didn't think about fast food in the negative aspect till I was probably 18, 19. When I started getting into working out, I started to like do more research. And I'm like, oh, all this stuff is trash, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, because I've been eating this stuff religiously. Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> drive throughs were live for a long time. It was, dude. I mean, fuck. What about a flicking like late night and early twenties? Like, oh, let's go get some fucking Jack's tacos, bro. Fuck. Fucking see, we got drunk last night, and our dumbasses went to Jack in the Box last night. Ooh. See what I'm saying, Pat? You got some Jack's tacos though with a ranch? I know, dude. I know. My drunk ass was laughing my ass off <laughs> in the back seat. Was... I don't even remember why I was. La- what was I laughing about? <laughs> I was talking shit to you guys. <laughs> I got a bunch of kids back here. Don't even know what they dude. want to eat. <laughs> They, you know, you know why? I think someone was looking at the Jack's menu like they've never seen it before. Like, it's the first time they've ever been there. Like, bro, if you don't just order the same shit you always order. <laughs> like, oh, I think I'm going to switch it up tonight. Like, no, this is the wrong time. You got to go to your go-to fucking meal, dude. Speaking of, okay, pet peeves. <laughs> What's a pet peeve on ordering food? For me, pet peeve. Pet peeve is, is being extra. Like, like oh, can can I get extra sauce on the side, extra napkins, no, no, and uh, my cousin? I love you, Liz. It's my boy's my boy's girlfriend, my cousin. Uh, she's like every time I've ever done an order from her, it's always extra. It's always a double oh, what is it? a double cheeseburger with Big Mac sauce. Like, just order a Big Mac. What the fuck are we doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> extra carbs, bro. bro. The extra slice of bread in the middle. You gotta bro, think about. We're already bread. eating McDonald's. Health is out the fucking door, bro. Like, you try to be creative, like, I'm gonna make this extra, like, angel bro, meal, like. <laughs> someone's like, let me get, like, a double cheeseburger and no pickles, no onions, and only one slice of cheese. No, I'm out. I'm gonna order if, double cheeseburger and you figure it out. I'm gonna give you three. Like, that's just, you get three little things. Anything more, <laughs> like, that's it, bro. Like, Pat. Three, you're, you're three, nice three, Pat. one. Nice you get guy. one. You get one with me, Pat. You get one with me. Time. So just no cheese and that's it. Like just bro, no no pickles. Okay, cool. <laughs> can I get a double cheeseburger, no pickles. But if I gotta say, can I get a double cheeseburger, no pickles, no onions, Big Mac sauce, and a whole life slice of cheese? No, I'm not doing that, bro. <laughs> I'm not making their life hella hard because you're difficult. And can I'm you put can you put a n- no ice in my drink, please? Like <laughs> oh my god. Like, okay. If you hey, get- that's a game changer, bro. You know how much more soda you get? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a thousand more calories and fucking more diabetes. Yeah, let's more do that. Chase it for us, bro. Come on. <laughs> Angel's thinking that way, man. Yeah, we're almost killing a bottle of this Don Julio right here. Yeah, damn, it's, it's Angel's fucking first time on the podcast, man. Yes, sir. I know. I hope we introduce the right guys. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. You know, we suck at this kind of stuff with introducing people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. We, and this is the first time that someone, uh, second time that someone's been in person, like with me. And dude, uh, I'm sure you watched The Office, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So uh, there's an episode where Dwight is supposed to get interviewed by a radio host. And he's like practicing throughout the episode or whatever. And I told Liz, I was, I was doing the same thing at home. <laughs> so I need to figure out like uh, what's the best tone to use. And she goes, well, don't use your bitch tone. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Quickly, bro. She just skipped a beat. She just killed me on that one. Right I, hate, I, I hate to tell her. He's, he's been on that bitch tone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, uh, if you hear this right now, this is where you stop the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, no, I, I've told so I think crazy. we said that on, on the podcast, me and Joel. I don't know. If, did we say this on the podcast? Like, yeah, if I sound cringy, I'm not going to listen to this episode. Like, if I sound like I'm a little bitch or complaining, I'm not going to listen to it. I still haven't listened to my drunk episode all the way through with Izzy. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I tried. Literally, last week, I tried. I sat down. I'm, I'm going to listen to this shit. I got about 35 minutes in, bro. It, it's just so cringy to me. I can't hear myself be that drunk. Like, is it because you can't remember what you said, or is it just the way that you're slurring their words? Or it was, it was a combination of everything, Pat. It was just a frustration. Like, and then when you showed me the numbers, and that one happened to have a, a lot more fucking downloads and the runs around it, it made me <laughs> frustrated, bro. It made me a little like, oh, is this what you guys want to hear? <laughs> me all fucked up, dude. Damn. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talk about, like, introducing our guests. I mean, like, the main reason why Joel told me about bringing Angel on is because people that have been listening to us for a while is that uh, Joel was the only child of his family. Um, Angel, too. So, I mean, I mean, but Joel's aspect, he said that his parents are younger and your parents are older. So, I mean, Angel, just give us some backstory on that, man. Like, how, maybe how you could relate to Joel or how different you know, it was. Can we talk about the fact that me and him both are are our only friends who are also an only child. I feel like that's like a, that's a thing. Like, do you know any other people that you're friends with that's the only child other than me and him? No, I, no, not that I know of. Yeah. And Joel, and Joel quizzed me on that too. He's like, okay, okay, bro. Think about <laughs> who you know that are only kids. right because yeah. it's rare, bro. Yeah, I thought about it. Yeah, he stumped me on that. It's one. rare, I, I and it's rare nobody. that you're going to be friends with another one. So mm-hmm. the fact that me and him, you're from well, Angel's from Guad too. <clears throat> let's yes, keep sir. let's keep the shit real, yes, dog. Been a Guad, but Angel was around. I remember Angel being around in middle school, but I never hung out with Angel or really talked to him until after high school. So. It's where that, that one year actually makes a gap. Yeah. Like, like that one year really makes that gap. Well, okay, so. The- well, too, in junior high, hanging out with AJ, hanging out with uh, Tommy. And then in high school, I don't remember him at all. Like, I so maybe seeing, seeing him, you know, passing by. Yeah. Wait, so you guys never really hung out until after high school? After high school. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, so the, the thing that I remember in middle school, middle school, I remember like if they were like usually a year older, like you were kind of cool, but you guys like people would never really hung out. I mean, no, they didn't. I don't know why that was. I don't know why that was. That was like some yeah. not stigma. Stuck with eighth graders, seventh graders, stuck with seventh graders, and that's what it was. And it's because we're we're Guadalupe people. We're, oh. we're we're drawn to stick to your own. Whatever your own is, you're drawn to stick to that. I think it would have made a difference if I would have brothers. Your siblings, because then I would have known known like you know different age groups. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But because of that, I kind of just stuck to whatever I was. On doing. speaking on the only child thing, me personally, and I don't want to speak for you because I don't know, but growing up, I always felt like a real weirdo. 
because I had nothing to compare myself to. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you do. I never had that. Uh, I never had. That's <laughs> just looking at me like, what do you mean? No, that's <laughs> cool. For real, that influence. That's a that's a big one, bro. The influence, the older influence, um, like. When someone came into my bubble and they showed me something new, I automatically liked it. Mm-hmm. I didn't care what it was. I just automatically liked it, bro. Like, I remember one time, my aunt, I don't know, she came from Mexico, and she showed me a fucking song from, like, NSYNC. And I liked it. And and I was a kid, bro, and I just liked it because it was new. I just fucking liked it. But what I didn't know is that apparently NSYNC was not cool. <laughs> so if you're listening to NSYNC, then you no. you know you're not cool. That's ex- I didn't know that, bro. Like I had no idea. I just bro. liked it just because it was something new. You want to hear my first guilty confession on this fucking podcast? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh damn, bro. See, because I didn't have I didn't have any older siblings. I didn't have any older people. And also on top of that. The family I spent most of my time with was a lot of females. Yes. A lot of females, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. So tell me why my dumbass... Okay, bro. I Shouldn't you probably say this on the fucking podcast because <laughs> I'm probably going to get shit for it. But tell me why my dumbass was singing TLC, No Scrubs. I believe it. At the top of my lungs, like it was the hottest Drake track to drop. <laughs> because that's all I was around. And like Angel said, yeah. it was cool to him. It was I don't want no scrubs. Scrubs, do. bro. <laughs> I still know the fucking words, bro. I shouldn't know the words, but because I feel like I was, I feel like if I had an older brother, he would have been like, "Bro, Tupac, turn that dumb shit off. Here's some real oh, yeah. rappers. Listen to this shit, and you're gonna like this music." But because we're an only child, how do you say that? We're only children. Only, only child. I can look only it up. Childs. Oh, yeah. We're only childs because yeah. of that. You don't have, like, that older influence to, like, bank on, bro. So, like, everything that I saw that was cool had to be cool to me. You know what I mean? It wasn't... I didn't have that older influence to help mold me. I mean, or a younger one to fucking anything, really. It was like being a a blank canvas. There you go. That's a good way to put it. Anything that just came into me, like, I just... Like, it was new. It was new and something just out of my horizon, so I... Just liked it. I just liked See, it. I'm like, oh. Cool. What, what if, the way that I saw is maybe like you guys, it's not, okay, not cookie cutter, but what about Play-Doh? You know, like when you had the little shapes and like, okay, yeah. oh, here's here's NSYNC. This is the, the little cookie cutter. I'm going to shape Angel. Angel's a Play-Doh. Boom. Okay. Oh, shoot. You're easily like malleable. You're easily like uh, bendable to like like stuff. Or... I, Definitely. I've been saying I want to bring this up for a while and I never bring it up, but this is a perfect example of what we're talking about. Remember the word fudge? <laughs> okay yeah. okay so the word fudge i had never we used to use the word fudge basically in the replacement of fuck when we were kids when we were young, fudge yeah. Yeah, like yeah. fudge yeah. like how a man like fudge mm-hmm. i didn't know my mom used to get so mad at me for saying that word and i was like what i heard pat say it he said his <laughs> older brother says i don't know why it's a bad thing i don't get it but it was like i didn't have that older brother to tell me, like, hey, bro, you're replacing the word fuck, dude. Like, you don't know what the fuck. I, I seriously had no idea why my mom would get mad at me for using the word fudge. But then I learned that word from Pat. And I think you said you learned that from your older brother from saying that. And he probably said that because he had you around. It, right? it was yeah. a younger And that's younger. why I probably picked it up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then I, like you said, a fucking Play-Doh sponge, picked it up left and right. 
And then I started singing in the first grade, and my mom was all mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and not to get away from the, 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 that topic, but um, God damn it. See, I fucking, oh my God, fuck me. Keep going. I, it'll bump back oh into God, me. Pat, you cut me off to say nothing? I'm oh, fucking my bad. Ah, oh, fuck. You're talking about your brother. You're talking about oh, your brother? Oh, no, no. Um, can you guys recall what was your first cuss word that you guys said? Ooh. I I, I, know, I know mine vividly. Mine vividly for I, whatever reason. Ever first cuss word said in front of your parents or first cuss word just cuss word? Just ever. Or even like, if you guys can recall, like in front of your parents. Yours was fuck, Angel? Fuck, yeah. Yeah? You consider... I probably said ass first. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine was shit because I remember um, this was like 96, 97 and the Friday came out and on MTV... It was uh, Dr. Dre's uh, ring, ding, dong. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, like he says in the song, like, oh, pick that shit up. And, like, I, I, every time I hear the lyric, I'm like, yeah, just pick that shit up. And then I was like, someone, like, told me, hey, like, no, you're in fucking trouble. You're not, you're not supposed to be saying that shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, but it's just part of the song. I thought, like you guys said, I thought it was cool. Like, oh, I can say this word because like, it's cool. Oh, like, how you, you were able to watch that movie? I never got to watch that movie at home. Really? Yeah, like, it was, like, because I had everybody around me spoke Spanish. So usually the TV was ran by the adult, and they had fucking I don't know a novella or some shit. Or... A novella going on, some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the, so that's cool. The first time I ever seen the movie Friday was with my grandma, and my uncle. That's awesome. I was like seven. <laughs> <laughs> I was for sure too young to be watching the movie Friday. No, Who's same here. Who's laughing more, your your grandma? I don't remember, but all I remember is the fact that I know I watched it with them first. Like, that's so weird to me that, like, my grandma let me watch the movie Friday. <laughs> I think I just, I would watch it countless times with my brother just because, you know, hey, back in the day we had the, the illegal cable box, so Channel 23, it would, it would rerun, it would rerun, and I'll just watch, like, every fucking time it would go on, and I just thought the Smokey character was fucking hilarious at the time. Little did I know he was a fucking stoner, but <laughs> nothing wrong with it. But I just thought, like, I was like, oh, damn, he's a stoner. Little, like, little did I know I was a model of my life after him. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went on a tangent, but I mean, uh, back to the, the fucking uh, the only child thing, Angel. Like, is anything more you could touch on that? Um, I mean, it was interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. I Any struggles you said other than, like, as far as, like, you wishing you had an older brother or other sibling? Oh, everybody's, um, everyone has a a different scenario. I, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's going on? Because um, I know me personally, I felt like I had to work harder on developing a really good circle around me because I didn't have siblings to lean on. Did you kind of feel similar? Or? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, if I could... So high school was kind of ass. Yeah, it was whatever. I mean, it was cool. Uh, I learned. So I had some experiences. It was it was cool, but um, I it really took into effect um, out of high school once I was eighteen because my dad got deported. Mm. So I literally had ice coming into the house, banging on the door, grabbing my dad, taking him, and pretty much getting deported. Damn, so I went, I went through that aspect, and then um, uh, it was a, it was a challenge to open up to people, but that same challenge kind of made that circle tighter. If that makes sense, it makes sense because I could only confide in so many people. You know what I mean? Like I can't open up to just anybody. So, so the people I did open up to, 
that became my my circle. Yeah. And then after that, after that whole scenario is when I kind of started expanding my circle. That's when Joel came in. And that's, <laughs> and that's why I picked him up. I, I was an expansion franchise. <laughs> I shot my shot and then it went in. Oh yeah, Joe! You said that like he like he pulled you in, right? Like as a pulled me, bro. I'm telling you, dog. He pulled me, bro. Like I was some chick on the block. <laughs> and you know what the best part was? It was after I read a book was, on how to pull. <laughs> it, it was a it was a pickup artist book, and I'm not ashamed of it. It's called. If anybody wants to check it out, it's called The Game by Neil Strauss. Oh, shout, shout out to Christy for showing it to me. But it is a game changer. Like just like as far as like just a good book and also like a good read for everybody. It's yeah, both. So it's it's supposed to be a pickup book, but you learn so much from yourself. I think mm. it's a psychological thing. And you yeah. end up stepping out of your comfort zone, and you end up doing things that you normally don't do. Yeah. And like, like for example, from the book, I I took away getting so wherever I go, it doesn't matter if it's a female or a male. Like for a restaurant, for example. I always get a name, always get a name, and I always address them by their name. Nice. That's just there's just know. something about when you address somebody by their name, it's 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 immediately like it's personal. Oh, he's like actually taking the time to know my name, like that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um. So you would say that that was the hardest time in your life, then, Angel? Like uh, early twenties, then? Early 20s, uh, my dad got locked up. Oh, fuck my dad. God damn it. He got locked up when he was 10. Or when I was 10. I'm sorry. When, when I was God 10. God damn. So, yeah, no, when I was 10. So uh, that's when it all started, to be honest. When I was 10, um, I wanted a sibling forever until I realized how much my mom was struggling to put food in our table and to pay rent and all that. Mm, wait, so how old are you when you realized that? I was 11 by then. So you realized like it was it was a tough time for her to put a... Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. So by then I was in... So 11 by 12, I was in junior high. And my dad was still locked up. My mom was still working. I was going to work with her delivering newspapers from 1 to 5 in the morning every day. Damn. While in junior high. Holy shit, dude. A lot of people don't know that about me. Yeah, damn. Not like I, really, I parade or anything. It doesn't matter. No, but, but I think that's like fucking crazy as fuck. Like that's not a normal middle school like life. Right. I was falling asleep in class. Like, Holy shit. Grade. You know, I barely passed. I barely passed. But yeah. But teachers ever ask you like, why is this kid fucking falling asleep in my class? Like, oh yeah, they're talking to my mom about it. Oh shit! And like she was like, hey, I gotta like bring him with me to make ends meet. Basically. Damn. Basically, uh, in a nicer form though, because she didn't want to get in trouble either. Mm, she like what that? What is it? CPP or something? Helping me out. Yeah, but that was it, you know what I mean. Yeah. Respect to our homeboy Lalo, because that guy was another person out there that he was doing it every night, bro. He was out there with me too. Lalo's a living legend. Yeah. In case anyone's wondering. Yeah, my boy Lalo never graduated high school. Living legend though. A uh, homeowner. Um, working on his second home doing things Damn. right yeah bro he is uh, bro living legend bro he he can have his wife stay home and not work living fucking legend he's a big that's fucking baller that. that's like fucking yeah I grew up across from him he was my he's he's my best friend bro to be honest I met him when I was like two years old three years diapers it hurts my feelings a little bit but it's okay 
No, you know, I, I remember <laughs> going to middle school, I would see, uh, like, you know, like, we all, we were cool, just walk around the fucking corners of every fucking thing, like, oh, this is cool, we're just gonna walk around. Like, I would see, I would see the Angel and Lalo, like, they, and, like your guys' clique. Lalo, Lalo had a big influence on me from, like, fourth and fifth grade, I think. I think fourth and fifth grade, I believe. He showed me a lot of shit on that. There's like a switch from like, because when you're in fourth grade, you're like, what, 10? 11? Don't ask me, Joe. Remember the last time you fucking asked me? I was like, like, Because when you're you're fifth grade or you're 10. Okay, whatever. Okay. So, okay. So I was like 10, 11. So he he got to me and he had two older brothers, which Mm -hmm. I again think is a huge deal. Huge, bro. That's why he he was out there delivering newspapers at one in the morning. He was with his his brothers, not with his parents. Like, man. So, hell yeah. So he had had the, the older influences. And he was a year older than me, but because of the older influences he had, it was really like he had like three years on me. So I learned a lot from Lalo. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like I've told him this before, and I don't think he's taking me as seriously. But like, dead ass, like he helped me in those years where it's like that transfer from you're a little boy to you're trying to become a man. You're not a man yet, but you're trying to become a man. Like he taught me about wearing cologne. Like, bro, like, uh-huh. I didn't have an older brother to teach me about, you know, you got to smell good. You got to do this. You got to do that. Like, I didn't have that shit. So he was, like, a really strong influence on me on that. So that's why if he ever gets brought up again, I'm going to continue to say that he's a living legend. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn. Yeah, I mean, like, I know I, I can't relate to you guys, but I think I can relate on a level where, like, when I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't have a dad growing up, it's like, yeah, me and my brother kind of were basically in the same boat, but, like, we were basically learning on the fly, like, okay, hey, uh, oh, I think 22 or 23, oh, I got to buy cologne. Oh, I need to buy cologne. Oh, I got to dress nice. Oh, this is how you tie a tie. Oh, th- oh, you're not supposed to wear these kind of slacks with this shirt. And yeah. So, I mean, like, it's it's all relatable to me, too. I feel I, have, I feel it to a certain extent. I mean, the, the only child and thing I can't. On my end, who had both his parents growing up, like, the whole time, my dad, because they were so much older than me, there was such an age gap that... And also, my dad wasn't from from America. He was he came over illegally originally. He's illegal. He's legal now. We're good. But he came <laughs> over originally illegally and and whatever. And he got deported a few times. So I feel like because of that, like my being Americanized as a man was really stunted. Like 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 you said, the whole slacks with what shoes and a belt and a tie. Like I didn't know none of that. Like none of that. I had to figure that all on my own basically yeah um if you guys look back at it like um if you guys could change it, i know like we we're saying oh this is where it brought us to where we could so we won't we would never change it but you think honestly having like a older sibling or would you think if it was different if you had a sister or something or like would that ever change just a sibling yeah if i had a sibling i feel like stuff would be different way different but different. I, I can't say for better or worse because who knows right. you yeah. know what if I became more of an asshole because I had a fucking an older brother who taught me that he, but what if he was an asshole he and, an and asshole, he showed yeah. me how to be, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. Like, like our boy, Tommy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Tommy called both his brother's pussies on his oh, shit. Like, I love both his brother's dog. I don't say that about none of them. <laughs> I think it's just all those years of fucking Tommy growing up with them. That's why. <laughs> I know. I'm just talking shit. I'm just talking shit. But I'm but but I'm really saying that like so. Who knows? But 
I always thought growing up, it would have been nice. It would have made a difference. For it it would have been nice sure. to have a sibling that I know when I get older, you can rely on someone. Yeah. That's something that, you know, that, like people always say, all you have is your family. Well, okay, but I'm an only child, brother. So like, I only have my parents and my parents are a little older. So it's like, I got to figure out my own circle. And that's that's what I feel like I did. I had to do. Yeah. Um, just to backtrack a little, is that because why you guys, um, as far as like when you guys like created your circle, like it was a letdown when you brought someone into your circle and like, oh, bro, like really? Like you let me down, dog. Like, but did that up. hurt in it? Like when, when you brought someone, like you thought you were like, oh, he's going to be cool with the circle and then all of a sudden he let you down? It hurts more because I let you in. I yeah. let you into my circle. I don't let a lot of people, if you know me, I don't let a lot of people into my circle. I might be cool. I'm cool with a lot of people. I have a lot of acquaintances. I'll say what's up to you. It's all love, bro. I hope you win in life, but you're not in my circle. Yeah. So if I let you in my circle and you, then you fuck me over, that shit hurts, bro. Yeah, so, I, can't, I can't say the, that I've had someone. You can't say that, Angel? Like, you didn't have one person, like... The last one that was iffy about... And not that I was iffy about. It was more like, I know you're cool, bro. I just hope my friends think you're cool. And it was just for Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, I love you. I'm not going to say say what everybody else says, okay? Fuck no, please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you can say it, bro. What the fuck? Uh, I'm gonna switch it up. I love you, Alex. Okay? <laughs> you, Alex. Uh, Alex doesn't want to get that T-shirt. That Let's one, talk about though. that real quick, though. And that, and that was tough because even me getting to know the guy was tough. Bro. But did did you uh, not the first time you brought him in and try to have him hang out with us? I was like, no, no, this was tripping. This was too much, dude. I think he said that because he was looking out for his boy Nick, which I respect 100. percent because Nick wasn't even fond of him. I wasn't so, fond of him. So that already, I think, was like... No, no. Like, um, okay, well, give, how much of that... I can give you specific examples. Man. When we went out that one night to Gilly's, and he came out with us, bro, and then we were trying to talk to some females, and I was like, oh, no, we can't have this guy around. He's like, hurting he, our buzz. Like, <laughs> going too much, bro. <laughs> I had to learn later in life. Those guys are really good to have around. At the time, I didn't think they were good. To okay, have are, are, did you want to disclose like what kind of guys it was? Like, he can't even remember. No, I can't. It was too the the, the word too much. You yeah. know what the word too much? No, is? I know, but I mean, like, can you go into details of like what he was doing? I don't. I don't too much. He was like my Izzy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, I know I'm bringing Izzy around. He might be a little too much, but just. He's, he's good. He's okay, good fair, fair. <laughs> but I, I always gave people a warning for Izzy. I didn't get no warning for Alex. I was like, oh, this feels way too much, dog. <laughs> I fuck with you now, Alex. You know that. We're cool. That's like, funny, man. Uh, I guess Angel won't say fuck you, so now I got to say it twice. Fuck you, Alex. We're, we're going to make some uh, I love you t- uh, Alex t-shirts now. Right. <laughs> His girlfriend thinks Alex. I'm mad. At, I'm, I'm mean to him. And shit. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, that's just crazy though, bro. The whole only child thing is really is really wild, to be honest. It's a real thing though, to be honest. No, I know. I, I like just hearing from you guys' story. Like it is a fucking real thing. Like I, I told, I, I might have said this already, but we're, me and my wife were talking about like kids, you know, in the future or whatever. And then I was like, well, you know, like two or three would be great, you know, like whatever. And she was just like, as long as we have more than one. I've already seen the damage it's done to you being an only child. And I was like, holy Damn, shit. Damn, dude. 
That's but crazy. She's right, but she's right, though, you know? Yeah. Like I said earlier, I, I always felt like a weirdo for being an only child. That's why I wanted to see if Angel felt the same way. Because I don't think I've ever even asked yeah, you that, to be yeah. honest. Well, I mean, it's like I said, it's like a blank yeah. canvas. And it's like, well, absor- or, or like a sponge. Like, okay, you probably, okay. actually, so, I know for a fact you do this. When someone brings something up around you and you have no idea, no idea what it means, what it is, and you're just like, yeah. Oh, fuck uh-huh. Nodding your head like just yeah. go along with it. You like with, because you don't want to be embarrassed to be like, be I don't out. I don't know. I never learned who Tupac was. I'm not saying that for I'm just saying for example, like yeah. you don't want to be the one to be like, I uh I have no idea what you're talking about, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and like I, I remember faking the funk a lot as a kid. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean part of it I'm pretty sure it is is like you want some sort of belonging. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like you're just like belong- you're trying to build your circle, like okay, hey, I don't want to be like like your yeah. first attempt of creating a circle, and then all of a sudden, oh, like no, I don't think that's cool. Okay, you're not in our circle then. I was talking to somebody recently that I wish in high school I could have put in my head that everyone in that bitch is just as nervous as I am. Yeah, same here, man. Fuck, I dude. wish, I wish, I wish I could have told myself that, but for some reason, I thought I was the only motherfucker in that classroom. Every classroom I was ever in, I thought was socially felt uncomfortable and was nervous. Everyone in that bitch was nervous. Bro. Okay, but, okay, okay, so, some. So okay, okay. I do let's, remember let's go majority. Majority. Question, okay, how much of that is because we're from Guad, and so, like, we were basically putting into a bigger fucking sample size of fucking everyone else that was an Orchid in, or Santa Maria. In Guad, I felt like I was a big fish in a little pond. In Orchid with Rigetti, I was just, one. nope, no, I never, I, ne- I should have. I, I probably, I, I didn't become socially comfortable until I was about a senior and I was already in a relationship. So I didn't, I wasn't even able to like peacock fly and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I, I grew up with friends that they were, by the time they hit high school, they were great at it. Like they were really good at it. They, they had, they didn't skip a beat. It was like natural to them. They loved high school. They were participating in like all the fucking the yearbook shit, the fucking whatever else. I wasn't. I wasn't one of those. All those other clubs, like all they really did is expand. They network. Expand everything that they couldn't have done in Guad. Like I wish I would have told myself to network better in high school. Right. Yeah. That's basically. I mean, you know, but see, but but, like that's some of the shit I wish they fucking teach us in fucking high school. But no, we get fucking. No, no, no. They should have taught. Yeah. They should have taught you that in eighth grade. Yeah. Remember that homeroom class we had for like fifteen minutes, and it was like stupid. We had to be there. Yeah. You know, that should have been a class on like look. Everyone in that classroom is just as scared as you. Everyone's nervous. You know, you're you're at the age, you're 14, 15, where your body's changing and all this other shit's going on. And but I don't remember that class. <laughs> I remember signing, having to sign up for classes for freshman year, and looking at the whole catalog and being like, none of this was offered before. Like all the sports, they're like, oh, you're interested in tennis? Click here, or you know, check this off. Yeah. Tennis. We never got introduced to tennis in Guad. <laughs> we have paddle tennis. Paddle, <laughs> tennis. paddle tennis. Paddle tennis. Paddle tennis. Not even a real. Which is just board. ghetto tennis. Oh Speaking God. of our boy Tommy was my partner, and that motherfucker sucked at paddle tennis. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He didn't suck. You know what he was terrible at? 
like gauging where the ball was going to land. For sure, that bitch was landing out and he was smacking it over. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Tommy, but fuck, you yeah, lost us the tournament. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that was probably one of those most awkward transitions for me. I mean, I, I think. I have this available. Now I do. Like, I don't know. That was, it was different. It was overwhelming. No, for sure. Like I, th- I think as far as the overwhelming thing is, um, if we did have that homeroom class where they taught us, hey, everyone's just as fucking nervous as you. How much of those people they would have got to were think about all the people that, that were fucking high school dropouts, or they were just didn't want to become interested in school because they were so fucking overwhelmed. Like how much of that could, they could have changed if they had easily had that class, and where kids would have been fucking comfortable, like all right, cool, I could just be myself. Be my shell. I don't gotta fucking dig into peer pressure. I can get into fucking whatever sport I want to do, whatever club, and I'll be fucking fine who the fuck I am in my own skin. Like, like one thing I'll, you know, what I was just talking shit about Tommy. <laughs> but one thing I'll give to him, bro, is like what he said. He he joined band in middle school because yeah, it, cool. because it interested him. Yeah. I remember I loved Tommy, but I always made fun of him for joining band. Yeah. But now that I look back, I'm like, damn. I'm not saying I would have joined band, but I'm saying like I wish I would have deviled in more stuff I, I felt like I was maybe interested in. Yeah. Because I was scared to be judged or whatever, whatever. I, I, I kind of shied away from. Well, okay. So that, that kind of keys into like him having the older brother because then he said on the podcast he had Chris to fucking, he wanted to be oh, just Rich. like Chris. Rich, Rich, was the, Rich was the one. Rich? Yeah. He played trumpet? He. Okay, well, I mean, I mean, what? I say was following Rich. Yeah, well, he had he had his fucking oldest brothers to fuck. I mean, he did wrestling and fucking trumpets. I mean, and and because I had nothing, I felt like I was more aware of like the like the quote unquote trying to be cool, like trying to fit in and trying to do what quote unquote cool is. But looking back now, it's like I wish I don't even know what I was interested in, bro, because I was so afraid to be interested into some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, now, I'm like, whatever I like, I like. But back then, it was different. Like, if someone fucking hated, oh, Joe, you like that shit? Like, you'd right. be like, oh, fuck, maybe I shouldn't like this shit then. Um, right? Exactly, bro. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I, I've been uh, slowly, like, becoming like that, too. I mean. Like, we were talking about, I know you wanted to bring this up, this whole fanboy stuff. Yeah. The liking stuff. Like, me, personally, we're talking about fanboy, like, uh, as for example, we're talking about uh, iPhone, Apple versus Samsung. I'm writing for Apple all day. Hmm. Do I think Samsung sucks? I don't know. But I'm writing for Apple. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole I, I brought this topic to Angel and Joel's because I had this conversation with my coworker. And, you know, the PS5 and Xbox about to come out in November. Um, he's a hardcore uh, Sony fanboy. I, I call it down the middle. I see as like, you know what? They both do the same thing. Okay, so does, does Sony do, do a little better? Um, yeah, um, but then, like, yeah, they get exclusives. Emma, why do they do it better? Because I really, I really don't know. Um, as far as, like, they get exclusives, like, exclusive games that Xbox don't get. And Xbox, I mean, likewise, Xbox gets, like, Halo and all that other stuff. Um, the interface is just really easy to work with. Um, I mean, other than that, like, I, I told them, I was like, dude, it's the same shit. To me, to me, at least. You can play COD with anybody. They made it where it's cross-platform. You can play on PC, Are- Xbox, PS4. Are other games cross-platform? Like, can you play Madden cross-platform? Not yet, not yet. I'm pretty sure that they're gonna get you. They're gonna get it eventually, but like, no. Why is that? 
That's because of competition, dude. It's just I don't know why freaking COD was the first one to do it though. How come? How come uh, PlayStation doesn't charge for online play? They they do actually. Oh, they do. It, it's it's, thought, it's PlayStation Plus. Well, uh, oh, yeah. Cause I, wasn't it for a while that Xbox was charging and PS PlayStation wasn't? So PS3, they weren't charging at all. But then when, once they went to PS4, that's when they started charging. Oh, yeah. So guess what, guys? I can't think of shit. Yeah, that they're they're better than fucking Microsoft. I don't know. Well, that's and that's what I was explaining Before, to that, that, that was my only argument. That oh, PlayStation is free. Okay, cool. yeah. Well, that's what I was arguing with my my coworker, and he was like, "No, dude. Like, I, I mean, okay, they get COD uh, exclusively to. I was playing it this weekend. The, the new COD is a, the alpha got exclusively to PS4 first, and not everyone got to play except for PS4. And he's like, "Oh, he's like, yeah, I want to see if Xbox gets fucking ex- exclusive." I'm like, "Dude, like, dude, like, listen to yourself, bro. You're sounding like." So it's, what what are you gonna buy, Pat? Um, uh, well, I mean, now that I got I got a PC, it's just it's 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 a uh, hands down. I'm gonna get a PS5. Fuck. So yeah. should I get a PS5? Because because I, I have an Xbox One right now. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's preference. Like it goes back, Joe. It goes back to fucking. See, I mean, if you think it's cool, and you got friends that you fucking rock you know, with, and you fucking you know, buy I it. Gonna, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I think, and you could fight me about this, but I think the controller for the 360 fits better in your hand. No, mm-hmm. I I, t- I agree, bro. Xbox makes the, the more comfortable controller for sure. And uh, you customize your controller to do something. Okay, but why would I customize it if I could just get I'll one that's built like that? <laughs> <laughs> because they know that this is more comfortable. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole the whole topic was like, dude. I'm like, bro. It's you play the same. You play. You can play games. The whole thing at the end of the day, like we're Joel's talking about phones. You can make a fucking call. You can go on social media. You can make a text, bro. Like, and I get the Apple. I get the Apple. Um, I I I switched from. I was forever. I was on Android, but I went. I went to Apple just because the fucking the UI, the ecosystem, bro. Like, it's just it's hard to fuck up. Like Samsung, it, it would crash every now and then because they got so many devices they got to support. So I was thinking about switching to Apple for the privacy. Mm. Are you saying that it's a good move? For sure, they they got it they got it down locked, bro. Honestly, so my uncle my uncle's a uh, he's an engineer for Apple. Okay. Yeah. You don't have an Apple? No. I've been trying to convince you to Apple for years. Yeah, no, my whole family has Apple. Bro. Wow. I'm bro. the only one who doesn't have an Apple. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I support your uncle. I don't get it. No. <laughs> well, I, I just don't... said it right there. It's just you have to remember Android. They have thousands of fucking phones to fucking cover. Apple, they just got one. It's the fucking iPhone, bro. Better. It's just the iPhone, and so it's just less risk for them to fuck up uh, supporting a phone, you know? But, I mean, hey, like I said, hey, like I told Joe, it's like, dude, if you like it, fuck it, dude. Like, you fucking rock what you want to rock with. I'm right now. Hey, on the, on, the, on the price points for the Xbox and the PlayStation, are they the same, or, or what's the price point? No, so both systems, they came out with a physical version where they actually use a disc. So both of both of the physical editions, they're both the same. It's going to be four ninety nine. But when they go to digital editions, it's uh, different. The Xbox is going to be two ninety nine, which is three hundred dollars. PS four, it's going to be four hundred dollars. And that digital means you could never buy hard copies. You just only could buy digital. It's strictly digital. But I mean, who are you still buying hard copies? I do. Okay, I bought Madden, but I was, I, I ordered it just because in case they were going to ship it early to me. But other than that, they didn't ship it to me early. I would have bought it digitally for sure. By uh, digitally, I'm all about hard copies. Ooh. You know what? You know why I like hard copies because you can sell those back. Yeah. 
you can't sell a digital shit. You, you know what's fucked up about digital? I end up having to delete it to create more space. So I just deleted $60 rather than making my 825 that fucking GameStop was going <laughs> to give me. Well, not only that, there's no digital store that you can resell it to. Exactly. And there should be. I should get a percentage back. Ooh, I, should that be a know? good idea? Can you actually do that? So for I doubt the, it. For the digital downloads, I know that you guys, um, there has to be an internet connection. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I I take that no no that, that I have an argument that actually fucks it up is uh you still gotta download the game even when you buy a hard even copy. if you buy the game you gotta download an update dude like you have to download something on it it just means you can't use the the, the um online features the network, yeah, the online features yeah which is at this point all the games speaking of Pat no because I play Mad I started playing Madden without the network feature bro can you believe this Pat this is this is Angel's first year. Trying to play Madden. What? In 2020, well, bro. Let me fucking tell you, Angel. It is the fucking worst time to fucking play. But you know what? No, but, but Pat, I don't even know what the fuck exactly. I'm exactly. Okay. Pat, it's worse for us. Yeah. Wait. Hey, hey, good for you, hey, Angel. You- Angel. Angel hasn't seen Madden since the 64. Like this Madden looks incredible to him. <laughs> yeah, bro. The game like, features are amazing. Uh, yeah. Angel, if you only fucking knew, but I mean, hey, like, good thing for you, like, it's a good experience for you, man, but, uh, me, a hardcore player, bro, you just, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Tommy hops on my stream sometimes on Twitch, bro, dude, it's, I, I, I gave up on Madden, dude, it's just too much, really? it's too much because, okay, this is how, like, how advanced it got, is, um, competitively, you know, it used to be, like, regular teams, like, teams in real life, now, bro, it's just every, like, if you want to, if you want to keep up with competitive players, you got to be on the, the fucking game every single fucking day because they have new cards that come out. Oh, it's the fucking newest edition of John Lynch. Oh, we got a legend fucking do these fucking challenges. Yeah, that though, bro, like, uh, newest edition of John Lynch. Like, what, what does that mean? It's, so it's, it's, so the game mode online is called Mutt or Madden Ultimate Team. So you got, pretend you got a binder of cards and you got, you get these cards, you pull a pack, you open, it's like, it's like real life. You open a pack, you get these players. You can use that player in the fucking game if you unlock that person. But then they made it where it's microtransactions where people end up buying. So this guy kind of a badass squad. He spent thousands of dollars into it, but I'm over here grinding and I have a sh- like shitty squad and I'm trying to compete with a thousand dollar squad that he has, you know? Can you get the same player twice or the same card twice? You can't use the card twice, no. Okay. Yeah, but it's just gotten to the point, basically, and, and like, uh, long story short, it's just, it's gotten towards uh, EA's m- money hungry, and that's why the game's so shit now, is because they just focus on making money uh, microtransaction-wise through that, that mode. Can you blame them? I'm just trying to get into the whole point, just learning how to play it, so I'm okay with the, the whole Yeah, thing. no, that's cool, man. Like I said, enjoy it, dude. It's, it's still, uh, to me, it's still fun. I just thought the competitive what, what part you, is just what bullshit. What you play right now, Pat? I'm playing COD. No, 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 I'm sorry. Um, are you playing PlayStation or are you playing Xbox? Um, I'm on PC most of the time, but then I do play, like, a, um, I play Madden on a, on PS4, PS4. You ever play Call of Duty with Mike? Yeah, I played the, it was funny, uh, actually, when we got off on the podcast, I was like, hey, let's, let's play COD uh, later. You know what's crazy? And Mike, uh, he talked to me last night at our Dirty 30 celebration. He said he has a remix waiting for us. Oh, nice! Yeah, I told him we could have him on when we have the remix on, and we could talk about you know how he he, he listened to it so much. And he's like, I gotta change it. I don't like it. Like, <laughs> it's so funny that, like me and you could hear it and be like, no, it's dope. Yeah, like, but the person who made it is like, no, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's just 
it goes down to like what haircuts i mean angel like your whole business thing like it's because you notice it but like the other like normal eye they're like oh that's cool like are you kidding right. like, that's a dope haircut Nah, i fucked it up his lines too fucking back or oh it's yeah yeah pe- uh people who are in it notice the details you know yeah man and we are running on about an hour 50 hour 40 okay yeah. let's go that should uh flew man I think that was a good episode for uh, Angel, man. Yeah, we didn't even introduce him right. I know we didn't do it right. We do that for every freaking guest, so it's hard, though. This is our boy. I talked about him in, like, the first or second episode where he was my roommate for, like, a year and a half. You were my roommate. (laughs) You're right. You're right. (laughs) I moved in with him. He's right. I moved. I was the roommate. I was the roommate. I was the guest. It was his house. He's right. But it's just crazy that, like, even when I said it then, like, it's hard to live with people, bro. I've lived with people. I've lived with roommates. It's not easy. You, you know, you, you put people in shit, my boy. You put people in your experience, in your circle, in your, in your living bubble. It's different. And I can honestly say that me and Angel in the year and a half that we lived together, and it's even crazier the fact that we're both only, only children, is that we never got into an argument, a fucking discussion. Like, it was all gravy, dude. And Angel might be on here right now and be thinking, like, just because I didn't bring up that one time, you dumb fuck. You know what I mean? Like, Dirty you know what I mean? Bitches. Like, like yeah, uh, you know, he's right. But let me explain. Okay. No, he, not no. at all. Not at all. He's right. No, so, so the beauty of our relationship was that we both knew what we both put in. So it was like, it worked. It was just perfect harmony. Like, yeah, I, I knew what to expect out of him. He knew what to expect out of me, and we just made it work. Yeah. Oh, you man. I mean? this, that's what it came down to. This is a beautiful it. bromance story, man. This Damn. It worked. We, we literally... We, no arguments in a year and a half. year and a half. All agreement. It was cool. Is it because you guys... Okay, how much of it was because you guys understood, like, you guys' past? Like, okay, like... Or is this because you guys just... You guys gelled so much together, you know? I just... It was just easy. Personally, Honestly, it was I, really easy. Personally, yeah. I felt like... All I got to do is not get in the way, you know, mm. just not get in their way. And, and I'm I good. Had the same mentality. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I got to work at this time. He has to work at this yeah. time. We go to the gym at this time. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. So Dinner's made out. by eight. I had to really figure that out because normally I'm used to eating by 630. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By eight, I was starving. It's a late dinner, man. It worth it. It was worth every, every time. It was worth it. Every time. Every single time I would be in Angel's Kitchen serving myself, I'd be like, damn, we're fucking eating like kings. And it would be like a Tuesday, Wednesday night. Like, he would just make all this shit. I'm like, fuck. God damn. Those were good times. They were actually, they were great times, I think about it. Okay, times. man. Well, well, how, that was like uh, not too long ago, right? That was like a couple of years ago? Year and a, a year ago? year and a half? Uh, yeah, before he got married. Yeah, and before it's, And it's cool because not everyone has a privilege to kind of move in with you know a really great friend usually it's kind of like you buy a house and you kind of look for somebody to rent and yeah, hope yeah. for the best but here it was cool it was, it was really nice it was uh both understood each other like i said previously uh, it worked out it worked out thanks man yeah i've been like, to the place a couple of times too man yeah i mean you've been there so you know there was times bro but there were i would be in my room an angel would be in his room, and it wasn't very far away, you know? It was yeah. down, literally right there. But we would be having a conversation, but we would both be watching our own TV. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> and we were both be watching on TV. We had we'd be holding up a twenty minute conversation back and forth. And I feel like part of that is because we were so used to being alone. Mm. We're so used to being alone as far as being an only child. You're so you become accustomed to being alone. It's Having not a, your own space. Yeah, it's not a weird thing. So mm. like, I remember there was times where we would talk to each other, but me and him would both never go past past the the doorway of our rooms. <laughs> like, like literally like if i walked that way i wouldn't go past my doorway and i would be talking and then if he started walking towards my way i'd go back towards my room and then he would be at his doorway and it's like bro it's angel's house if he wants to come into my room like it is what it is bro. <laughs> and the funniest part was at his room for some reason whoever lived before me they have like this um pull-up bar <laughs> so his room had a pull-up bar and that was like the 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 that was the, that, that was the dividing point. You don't cross the pull-up bar. Like you, you start doing pull-ups if you want to talk to him. Yeah, like, you want to get that close to my room, bro. You better get on that pull-up bar, and not get too fucking close, dog. <laughs> but yeah, I would do the same thing as I walk that way. I start hanging on the pull-up bar, and I would start talking to him and shit. But it it, it was nice because for the both of us, we never experienced a sibling. Yeah. So I felt like this, this for me personally was the closest thing to a sibling I've ever experienced is that someone I, I had fun with, I, I, I like to hang out with. I also lived with, it was, it was dope. Like it was a dope experience overall. Yeah. That's what I was going to, I was going to say, I was going to ask is, um, was that because that was all brand new to you guys? Like, Oh man, this is my chance to like, you know, this is like to get that like, quote unquote sibling experience with each other like, or if you experience like something. You know, you know when there's a dope game going on on like a Tuesday night, like a dope college game or a dope NBA game, but you're watching it by yourself. Like, for, well, for me, for me, I'm, I'm watching it by myself. This was the, the, the few times in a the year and a half, the opportunity, like, hey, the fucking game's on, bro. Let's go mm-hmm. put the game on real quick. Let's watch the game together. And then, and then I, I can talk to someone about the game. Before it was always, it's all in my head, bro. That's probably why I was so good at conversating about sports, like, after the fact. Because during the time, I was literally able to just concentrate on it and focus on, like, everything. Mm. I, wasn't, I wasn't talking. I, I didn't have talking points with anybody. So when I talked about sports, I had all this shit to say. But then hanging out with Angel, it was like, while it's happening, I literally get to say, did you see that shit? Did you see the way the fucking... The, the tight end fucking cut this way instead of that way. That, that's literally what made him open. Like, you know oh, I mean? he fucking choked. Like, yeah, and it's like you couldn't – I didn't ever, I never had those conversations with people. And right. to have that opportunity was dope. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hell yeah, that was cool. Like he said, um, you never get to share those experiences with anybody. Right. And that's what I was wanted to – I wanted to ask you, Pat, as far as having a sibling, being able to kind of watch those games or watch, you know, specific um, sporting events. Was that any difference for you? Like, did you, was there a time where you were like, I'd rather watch this by myself or you enjoyed watching that all the time with your brother? Um, we for sure, like growing up, like I said, I was supposed to be a Laker fan. Like, You're I, a creator, bro. <laughs> but I was supposed to be a Laker fan, but it was like, it was like Angel said, like, you know, like, oh, this is what the family, like, oh, I don't, let me choose my own team. You know, that this is what the family like, always chose. Let me try to choose my own team type of thing. But yeah, I would watch the Laker games with my brother when they were three-peating, um, going back to back. Just big sporting events, dude. And that was, that was cool. I mean, it was, we have a weird, uh, weird household, but yeah, we would react like, oh shit, he fucking caught that, bro. Come like, come on, Pat. What's a weird household? Because I, I thought I, I had. Know, I don't know what that. Yeah, because I thought I had a weird household. Yeah, I, I lived. I lived in a household where I had like 
10 adults around me and I was the youngest person and that was it. I had two adults and I was only me. And I, and I slept in the living room. That was, that was my bad. Well, I just think of like, I described it on the podcast too. It was like, you know, my mom's like, uh, it's just my mom and then my brother. And then sometimes I watch the game by myself. Sometimes we watch together, but I, sometimes we'll watch the game and like, Oh, like it's just like a crazy play happened. We're just like, Oh, like just, we're just watching it. No, no one like reacts or anything or, you know, Did but I mean, it's what? Did you ever get in fights with your brother? No. Good question. You never got in a physical fight? What's the fight? biggest fight you got in, or the altercation? Biggest altercation. The biggest Your one is, um, I feel like, <laughs> this is when I was younger, but, like, obviously my mom's, like, a widow at this time. She was, it was six. We were in the backyard. And my brother, we were just, throw, like, you know when you were cool, you just throw, threw stuff over in the, in the, the neighbor's fence or some shit just because, like, you're like, oh, look at, look, at my, <laughs> look at my fucking arm, bro. I can throw this over the fence, dog. Like, <laughs> so, like. <laughs> <laughs> so we, he, my brother was throwing rocks and then i was on the fence and then my brother's like hey hey duck duck and i turn around and he fucking picks me the fucking rock and, <laughs> and i have he a fucking duck when he threw it yeah. <laughs> but i saw the scar to this day it's on my forehead but uh, i remember my mom would come home and she was just like what happened i was like well my brother threw it and shit and then like it was just a big ass fucking argument my mom my brother was just pissed <laughs> but honestly, what's the, age, what's the age difference on you and your brother? Uh, six years. Dang, six years. That's good. That's- so yeah, I mean, like I got to experience like being fourteen and being snuck into the billiards because he had friends that were twenty one, twenty two, and I was just—I mean, I was fourteen. I mean, like, dude, I was just sneaking to the billiards, and I was like, oh, what do I do here? Like, oh, this is what it's like to be cool. I just you gotta be twenty one to go into the billiards. Yep. Is it eighteen? Oh, I don't, I don't even know. know. No, 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 no. It's 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 eighteen. Oh, so you would sneak into the? I know it's crazy. I've never been to the billiards. Uh, I want to. I want to say you were missing out on anything, but I mean, it's. I like pool. They're cool. They're it's cool. Good. It's it, it's cool to experience these ones. Yeah, I want to go. But I remember but just I, being fourteen. I'm like, oh, this is a pool, pool cue stick. Okay, I'm like, cool. Yeah, yeah let, let, me, let me look eighteen over here. Let me let me drink this that. water real cool in front of everybody. Like, right. like it's fucking hard alcohol or something. That's what I'm saying, bro. Nobody snuck me into nothing. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing I snuck into was a Terminator movie. Oh. It. <laughs> it was rated R. Oh, man. Can you remember the best advice that your brother gave you? Or what's something that stuck out that he, some type of advice that he gave you? Uh, it's crazy because, like I said, like we, I don't know if you listen to the, like, if you listen to the podcast in the past episode, it's just, uh, my brother, me and my brother have like a weird relationship. Sometimes we won't talk things out, but, I kind of, like, learned from his experiences. So I got to, like, learn, like, okay, oh, okay, I'm not going to piss my mom off this way by going out too late. Or, yeah, like, or from this standpoint, the way that I benefit, I mean, not to, like, go around your question, but I would just learn from his experiences. Okay. But, um, yeah, like, I, I did benefit by being the youngest the youngest child by getting a quote-unquote pass because I was the youngest, I'm the baby of the family. Okay. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's the way I benefited. So, I mean, I, I think you and Joel didn't benefit at all because you guys were basically raised strict because you guys are the only child. Oh, yeah, bro. I couldn't go. If I wanted to play outside, I had to be within my mom's, like, vision. If it was outside her view, her yeah, her view, she'd say, come back. Oh, it damn. Like, yeah, it wasn't like, okay, you have to come back when the light poles come on. No, fuck no. She was like, I can't see you. You better get your ass back. That's yeah. what it was. 
Damn. It was tough, dude. It was really tough. I couldn't I didn't have no sleepovers growing up. Um don't was at my sleepover? <laughs> my my, my quote unquote party. I heard about it, bro. I'm like, dude, I never got. But bro, it was it was never. four houses down the block. Like Jerry, <laughs> she wouldn't even let me go down. They could have smacked me with a rock from where they were at. <laughs> like I was right there. Yeah, I was telling them like how I benefited being by, by being the baby of the family, and like how I wasn't raised. I got like a pass on certain things I could get away with. And, and I was telling like how you and Angel probably didn't have it that way because you're the only child and you guys were were uh, raised up strict too. Um, I was raised pretty strict. I remember even at like 17, bro. Like I couldn't have shows on TV that were cussing. Damn. My mom would be like, "Turn the channel." I'd be like, "Mom, I've heard these words. We're good." <laughs> no, not in my house. Change the channel. Like, damn, mom. <laughs> like bro because i used to love i've always loved uh stand-up i've always loved comedy and yeah. you know in comedy there's a lot of cussing you oh, know, bro like, and, and that time like it was dave Chappelle at his fucking peak oh yeah. yeah so it's like i heard all that i used to love watching all that and every time i had that on tv my mom would be like change the channel i'd be like damn man so scary. um but you know I, yes. I, yeah, same here. I uh, think the strict, the strictness, or whatever you want to call it, you know, I think at the end of the day, it helps. Yeah. You know, it shows that your parents care and they want the best for you. It's hard to realize that as a kid, you think they're just taking the fun away from you. And like I said, I, I said in the podcast, I was like, dude, I, I, I'm proud the way that my mom kind of raised me to who I am to be because. Like you said, it you'd rather have them be that way rather than to be like no attention at all or be a dead deadbeat parent that doesn't give you attention at all for sure. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, man. Anything else, Pat? How are we looking? Yes, all right, we looking? we're running pretty good, dude. I think we we should wrap it up, dude. So, but show, bruh, did you hear? Bruh, did you hear? Woo!